It is Free Talk Live. As always, you're invited to take control of the airwaves. You can talk about whatever is important to you. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to do that. Again, the number is 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. Nikki. And it's Bonnie. And coming up, we have a number of fascinating topics that we've had on hold for a few weeks now that we've actually been wanting to get into and that we just have it for one reason or another. Like, uh, Bonnie, you have a story about how women are stopping birth control because they don't like the side effects, and this is making uh, some people very unhappy, right? And, of course, I hate talking about transgender crap. I I really do, because I realize that it's the topic that Americans love arguing with one another about. It's, It's this wedge issue right now that people are just obsessed over and they cannot stop fighting about it. I wish it would just go away. All I want to do is be left alone to live my life. But everyone on the left and everyone on the right, they seem to have nothing better to do than fight on the internet and argue about trans people and what they think about trans people and what they think should be done with and to trans people. Well, this bill is kind of bringing it into the real world, though, right? Uh, Yes, there is a bill here in New Hampshire with at least one free stater who has co-sponsored it. I'm... I wrote an email today. I, I publicly posted it at ariademesso.com with the intention of sending it to all the free state or state reps. I could not find a good list of all the free state or state reps. Frustratingly enough, I went to free I'm state. I'm surprised that's not readily available. Well, you know, there, yeah, there's debate on who is and isn't a that's free true. stater, but there is certainly there's no list that I could find. The closest mm-hmm. thing I watched was from Free State Watch, which is an organization that hates the Free State Project. And their list was from 2018. So hmm. the first few that I looked at, they I couldn't find them even listed on... Maybe you know, they realized they just, it was too helpful and actually not like... Yeah, right. Like hurting the people. There's... I wish I could remember what it's called off the top of my head, but there is a website that rates the state reps in different bills and gives them like a grade rating like, oh, this person's... Cool. It's LPNH. It's... Yes. Uh, what does that stand for right now? I can't remember. I mean, not LPNH. L- I do uh, the Liber- reviews Liberty for Alliance. The Liberty Alliance. Yes, yeah, so yeah. yeah. I, I also could not think about it. But uh, I don't know if it lists every single one. It, it, they haven't been rated this year since they haven't. It's not the end of the session, right? But my thinking was, you know, I I can email all the state routes because I don't think this law is going to pass, right? And I don't really care that I, I don't really want to do this as a way of making sure the bill doesn't pass. That's not that's not what's motivating here. What's motivating me here is. How bad it looks to have a free stater sponsoring this bill. How bad it looks to have free staters voting yes on this bill that would prohibit doctors from providing transgender care to to children. (gasps) Seriously? Yes. After years of saying, my body, my choice Mm. in regard to COVID-19 and vaccines, suddenly they want to throw all of that out because this issue, which they don't even understand... Suddenly they think the state should get between a person and their doctor. And this is my problem with what actually is LPNH, Libertarian Party of New Hampshire. It's like, let's, for some reason, get behind all the losing Republican uh, culture issues instead of like what really matters. So my argument to these people is effectively, look, this bill is not going to pass anyway. And even if it does, Sununu is going to veto it, rightly, Mm -hmm. because, you know, the decision about whether or not to proceed with trans care, it should be between a doctor and their patient. Well, and also, it's just so hypocritical. As you mentioned, right. these are the my body, my choice people that didn't want the 
vaccinations and didn't want their jobs taken away, this, that, and the other thing. Well, the argument they're putting forward here is completely stupid, and it shows how much they don't understand the, 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 what we're even discussing. Yeah. Like Jeremy Kaufman on Twitter today, he said something to the effect of, it's not gender affirmation therapy. Let's call it what it is. It's genital mutilation. And like, wow, that's a strong statement for someone who doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. I mean, circumcision is genital mutilation. Then. Yeah, but we're not talking about genital mutilation. We're not talking. And it is. It's in gen- well, uh, that's what I'm saying. And I'm sure genital. a lot of these people have circumcised their sons as they should have the right to be able to do. Right. But, gen- you know? but circumcision absolutely is genital mutilation. But all of that's beside the point because that's not what's happening in gender affirmation therapy for people, a- people ages 6 to 17. All you have to do is Google it. To Google what gender affirmation therapy is for people who are 13 years old, and what you'll find are two things. One, they first put them on puberty blockers. This is so that their bodies are sort of paused while they mature intellectually and emotionally to make this decision about whether or not they want to transition. Mm -hmm. The other thing they do is they undergo gender affirmation therapy, which is basically just training all the people in their lives to use the pronouns they prefer it's therapy it's gender affirmation therapy you morons not surgery these are two distinctly different things when we talk about gender affirmation surgery that's sexual reassignment surgery that's bottom surgery that's not what we're talking about the boston's not even like feasible really or wise to do until they're older No one will do it if you're under the age of 18. I I looked at the number of the top hospitals in the United States, like the Boston Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur and a few others, and not a single one of them would perform gender affirmation surgery or sexual reassignment surgery or whatever you want to call it on anyone under the age of 18. No one will do it. It's just very disheartening that a lot of people are so passionate about this that are completely ignorant on the topic, and it also does not affect them whatsoever. Yeah. That's the thing, like, if it, okay, this may not be the same bill, but there's also a bill that some free staters are like, yeah, this is a good bill when it's really a bad one, that would make it to where teachers can't, um, you know, like, call the kid by one name that they want to be called by. That's all the same bill here. It's uh, HB 619. Well, uh, one thing that I think is so silly about that is, like, shouldn't libertarians just not care what goes on in the public schools? Like... Don't send your kids there, especially with it's one thing if we're all forced, like we all have to send our kids to public schools, but we already have the um, whatever it's called that allows people to use the money. school choice, the voucher program. Right. And so it's like you have it. no excuse to care about the public schools anymore. I just want to understand this about the name part. So they want to pass a bill that will force teachers to dead name children and to not use their preferred names and pronouns. Is that what's going on here? I haven't gotten to that particular aspect okay. of the bill. Because that's stupid. It sounds that like is. there's at least two bills here. One is okay. a ban on gender transition procedures for children. And that includes exposing children to the ideas of transgenderism and everything else in public schools. And what Bonnie is talking about is one that I haven't heard of, but it's, I think you said it was number 10 or something yeah, like, like HB10, that. Yeah, like HB 10, I think. Which I haven't read about yet because I've been too busy worrying about this other bill. But it's not surprising with all of the politicalization that's going on about trans people in the United States. Of course, New Hampshire has multiple trans bills. And one of them presumably forces them to dead name children. And that's that's not any better either. And it, I I don't know how to feel about this because on the one hand, these are public schools. They are teachers. They are part of the state. Right. So they, they don't get to behave according to the same rules as someone in a private school. 
but you you still that doesn't mean you should be able to force them to say a certain thing or not say a certain thing especially you know? if it's disrespecting a child you know like we're we're trying to force them to be disrespectful to children because- well they want to hide behind parental rights here which which is not something libertarians are interested in hiding behind on any other occasion they don't care about parental rights they will tell you most of the time well if, you know if that 12 year old wants to wants to think for themselves or whatever. They can go out there and get a job and move out. And all of a sudden, the, the idea of this 12-year-old not being able to think for themselves and make decisions for themselves is just thrown out the window. Hmm. But, but no, when it comes to transgenderism, no, no, no. We have to protect them. We, we can't let them make a decision like that. We can't let them mutilate their genitals, even though that's not what's even being discussed here. Like square one is that no one is talking about bottom surgery for anyone under the age of 18. And that's what they're focused on. That's what they're imagining. They're imagining schools and teachers sitting around with students, convincing them they're transgender and then performing surgery on them that, you know, alters them for life. And none of that's being just none of that's happening. That's a boogeyman that they've invented that Fox News and tabloids have invented that they spread on social media to get these mainstream Republicans worked up to give them a wedge issue that they can fight over and feel justified over. And these libertarians, these free staters are biting the biting the entire hook. Mm-hmm. None of this is happening and they're sounding identical to mainstream Republicans when they when they utilize these talking points that are just outright fabricated. You know, I'm just going to call it what it is. I think the people supporting this bill are just transphobic. They just probably don't like the idea of trans people and that that's why they don't want to be educated about the issue and educated about what's really going on well, here. Well, that's impossible, Nikki, because they're nice to Aria in public once a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm struggling with that. I'm, I'm struggling with the whole thing, right? That was what I was thinking. I was, I'm going to email these free state Republicans and Democrats or these free staters. I'm like, hey, guys, look, you know, you know me. You're nice to me. We, we're, we're friends. We're on the same side here. You know I'm not lying to you or trying to manipulate you so I can corrupt your kids or whatever. <laughs> and what you're thinking, what you're imagining over there is happening is not what's happening. And what you're banning here is not what you think you're banning. You're, you're ban- what you're doing here is you're being a jerk, basically. Look, 13-year-old trans kids, they have it hard enough already yeah. between all of the peer pressure and all of the... The people at school who are going to bully them and just they have hard lives ahead of them already without you going out of your way to make life more difficult for them. And this idea that, oh, well, you know, it's wrong to to tell a teacher they have to use this pronoun or that pronoun. One of the things I wrote in my review of my quote review of Hogwarts Legacy was that using the wrong pronouns for a trans person, they know that they're trans, right? Like, I know I have masculine characteristics, Calling me he, him is just a reminder that I have a lot of masculine characteristics. It's unnecessary. I know this already. It's like calling a, a bald person baldy or a fat person fatty. It's like there's no point in calling attention to it. The least you could do is not go, hey, fatty, to every fat person you see. Hmm. And it's the same thing with trans people. The least you could do is not say he, him, to every feminine trans person that you see who's trying to pass as female. It's like just basic common courtesy to not call attention to the things that they wish wasn't true about themselves. But all of that gets thrown out of the window and suddenly... These free staters are okay with government intervening between a doctor and their patient under the auspices of parental rights. You know, 
well, my 14-year-old kid can't make that decision with their doctor. I need to be there, and I need to intervene, and I can tell that doctor no, even though if their kid wanted to refuse the vaccine, they would be yeah. all about that. Or if their kid wanted to take the vaccine. Or take a job. Yeah. you know, It's just so ironic. It's when their kid does something that they don't personally approve of that they take issue with it. You know, and we see this a lot, especially with uh, a lot of Republican type people where they're all about freedom, 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 but only regarding the things that they support and care about. Yeah, But, but the second it's something they don't care about or that they don't like, they don't want you to have freedom anymore. And they want the state to force people to do what they want them to do. I know, man. And these are supposed to be libertarians. They're supposed to be better than that. They're supposed to be consistent and rational. They're supposed to be able to look past their own disgust for transgenderism or whatever to make a rational decision and realize that, hey, this law that I want to pass isn't the way of achieving the goals that I want to achieve. But they don't care. So a ban on gender transition procedures for children was up for debate Tuesday at the New Hampshire State House. And that's sort of the issue is that... They don't know what gender transition procedures actually involves. It's a wide spectrum of things ranging from being on hormones to gender reassignment, sexual reassignment surgery and and a huge spectrum of stuff in between that doesn't start with hormones. First, it starts with cross-dressing or whatever. And all of these things are steps in the gender transition process. And sexual reassignment surgery, which they're so vehemently opposed to, especially among minors. And, you know, I I think minor, I've made the case that I don't think adults should have sexual reassignment surgery more often than not. I think it's probably a bad decision for them, but certainly for minors. But regardless, none of that is actually up for debate here. And only like one in four trans people undergo sexual reassignment surgery in the first place. It's not like this end goal of transgenderism or transsexualism or gender transition or whatever. It's something that only about 25% of trans people even want to get. And most don't. A large crowd turned on in opposition to several bills related to LGBTQ issues that were heard Tuesday. And I'm, I'm glad that a lot of people, you know, came out for it. I didn't I did not go because I ended up being, uh, having to work, unfortunately. I didn't even hear about it until it was over. I didn't hear about it until tonight when I sat down in this chair, to be completely honest. But I did attempt to email all of the Free Stater representatives. And the issue I ran into that with is that uh, I started doing it and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to email every state rep, right? Well, yes, and that's fine, but... You know, New Hampshire, we have like 400 state reps. It took forever. I mean, I exported it all into an Excel spreadsheet, right, with all of their contact information. But then, like, I had to copy every email address and paste it over and press enter. Copy, paste, enter. I I know what you should do. You should just email the 30 who voted in the 30 Republican ones that voted in favor of Matt Santanastasos and the drug war bill. Because those are the only Liberty Republicans to me. That's a really good idea. But I don't want anyone who is attached to the Free State Project necessarily to vote yes on this bill because it's just a bad look. I, and I get that the looks, the bill's not probably, it's probably not going to pass in the first place and fine, whatever, right? But it's, it makes it so hard for me to be out there explaining to people, I don't want to have to apologize for you people. 
And when you do crap like this, I have to apologize. You're like, look, I'm sorry, Jason Osborne. He's kind of an idiot or whatever. And I, I don't know what Jason's position is on this, but there have been examples in the past where he voted away on some LGBTQ issue. And, and some Democrat was like, how can you be friends with these people after they voted I mean, they 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 kind of hate you. Yeah, right? like Leah Cushman is supposedly a free stater. I only found that out because I, I don't even know that it's true. But um, I was arguing with somebody. I was like, Leah Cushman's not a free stater because, like, look, it's like this, this, and this, and this that she supports and has on her website that's all Republican, and apparently she does identify as a free stater. It's like I don't want that's that's the thing is like we can't be too worried about like other people making us look bad, but at the same time. There are plenty of people that profess to be leaders, and it's not really our fault. Everyone thinks of LPNH's Twitter or Jeremy Kaufman or Jason Osborne as leaders of this movement we're a part of, and that kind of sucks. Like, yeah. well, yeah, but I mean, like, people in other states who are like, yeah. you know, hey, I'm kind of interested in this, but like, I can't get behind this bull crap. I mean, like, it sucks, man. It sucks. And that's why I always make a point to like anytime I see like Jeremy Kaufman or LPNH or anybody posting or any free state or posting stuff that's like ridiculous and super right wing. I always make a point to reply to it because it's like you somebody should. should be at least in, at the very least in the comments like I'm a free stater and this is stupid. Yeah. And it's honestly scary that this bill is even being proposed. And if I was a trans person living in Massachusetts or some other state and I was considering moving to New Hampshire in this past, I would feel maybe weary about coming here. I would maybe yeah. be like, maybe I should live somewhere else where the alleged libertarians or anarchists right. aren't supporting stuff like this. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's not already a good ha- hard enough to sell. It's like it's winter. They, ha- I mean, there's winter here. Lots of people are like, well... I don't know, it's just as free in Florida. Like, don't make it harder to sell. And it's like some... Okay, one person has been arguing with me on Twitter that, like, there's no such thing as converting people who aren't already libertarians. We we just have to get all the people here who are already libertarians. And for some reason, that is also conflated with, like, right-wingers, which I don't agree with at all. I don't think that you have to be right-wing to be libertarian at all. I think that you shouldn't be left or right-wing, really. Like, there is no... Yeah. You're kind of outside of that if you're libertarian. But anyways, I think that if you just act like everyone who thinks like you, you just have to track them here and there's no convincing people who don't think like you to get here. Well, then you'll you'll never have enough free staters to make a difference in New Hampshire anyway, because there aren't hundreds of thousands of good libertarians just out there waiting to hear about the free state project. Also, that doesn't even make any sense that you can't. Con- and I, I don't like the word convert in this case, I guess. I don't but either. It's just what it has been no, used a lot. It, no, exactly. And I and I get what you're saying, but it just doesn't make sense to me that people can't be taught and shown the way of freedom. Because a lot of people start off as diehard statists because that's all they know. They grow up in the society where it's shoved down their throat in public schools. Their parents probably believe in it, this, that, and the other thing. And people can read literature and listen to podcasts, go on the internet. There are so many different resources where people can learn about freedom and grow to love freedom and be principled libertarians and anarchists. So it's just kind of silly to think that people can't be convinced otherwise. It it comes from a place of thinking that 
you're special. It's like if yeah. I was saying nobody, you're either born libertarian or, or you're not, and there's no converting, quote unquote, people to libertarianism. It's just me thinking that I'm special. Like, well, the thing is, yeah, I was brainwashed in public school too, but I'm just special and I was able to figure it out, but other people aren't, don't have that ability. And I mean, yeah. that's literally the argument I'm yeah, getting. It, it does really feel like a better than them attitude. Yeah. It, it does. And they they approach this like, well, you know, the, those trans people, they shouldn't be so sensitive that they they would decline living in the free state just because I said some mean stuff on Twitter. Well, it's about don't you want people to feel welcome? Yeah. Don't you want people to feel accepted as a libertarian? Do you really expect people to be excited about moving to the free state when all they see on Twitter is people bashing them and their existence online? Like, I get it, man. I, I would still be here simply for the ideas of libertarianism, even if every libertarian hated me because I'm trans. I would still be here because I want to be free. But like most people, they don't want that. They care about their friends and the people they associate with, and they don't want to be surrounded by people who outright hate them. And honestly, I say I would still come here, but I'm not convinced I would because I had relative freedom there in Mississippi, but I left there because I was hated by everyone. And that's what the Free State Project seems to be offering me now here, now that I'm here in New Hampshire, is the same damn ideology that took over the South and caused me to go, oh, no, I I want nothing to do with this theocracy. This is exactly what I've been saying since uh, there was like a huge thing where LPNH posted that drag queens are repugnant or whatever. Well, they've said drag queens story hour, which is literally even less possibly sexual than a drag show. But anyways... And which they know nothing about, again, because right. they don't know what a drag show is. They don't know what they're is. talking about, right. They always say it's inherently sexual. But anyways, I've just been saying, like, Alabama already exists. We don't have to have this huge movement to create Alabama by cold. <laughs> it already cold. exists. <laughs> I yeah, love that. that's, that's Montana. Yeah. Right, and that's probably true. I mean, you're absolutely right. You people who want this Christian theocracy, go to Mississippi. If you want this conservative hellscape where the state intervenes in people's lives and it forces them to not be trans and the doctor can get in the way of a patient in their medical care, but only on some occasions and only when it's pro-conservatism and anti-liberalism or anti-woke or whatever. Go to Texas or Mississippi or Florida. Go to Florida. Please go to Florida. Anywhere but New Hampshire. We want libertarianism to, we want New Hampshire to be a place for people who are libertarian, who want the state to stay out of a doctor and a patient's personal decisions, even when that patient decides something that you don't like. 603-283-6160. There's more coming up here. We're going to get into the actual bill. It is Free Talk Live. Control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is important to you. 603-283-6160. If you'd like to do that. Again, that number 603-283-6160. And with you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. Nikki and Bonnie. And we're talking about the some of these they're they're all over the news these days. These anti-trans bills that are uh, state people are upset, right? They're very, very confused. Not about their gender, but about what transgenderism is. And uh, we see this over and over. And it started, of course, with, as you pointed out in the previous segment, Bonnie, it started with the drag stuff. 
and Drag Story Hour, which... How common is Drag Story Hour that it's a thing that we keep talking about? Probably was a lot less common before Republicans started making a big deal about one that happened like in Texas once. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, right? It's like, it cannot be very common that a person goes, I want to put on drag and go read a story to kids, right? It had to have been a one-off thing that happened once. And then Republicans, as Republicans tend to do, got really upset about it. So people started doing it more often. That's so funny that they just manifested that into existence. I mean, they kind of did. They could have just live and let live, live, chill out, mind your own business. And now you're creating this world that you hate. Congratulations. I know one happened in Concord at a place called Teetotaler, which is not a public school or a public place. It was just somebody put on an event and... uh, some people in the Free Estate Project were, like, sharing it, like, this is seriously happening here. And I was just commenting on all of them, like, it's a private business. Yeah, don't take your kids there if you hate it so much. Right. That would be great. Or maybe just learn what these things are before getting so upset about it. Like, one of the best ticks that we have on TikTok got, like, 10,000 or something views. And it was it was all about this. It was uh, Ian and I and Conan and Conan kept saying that, you know, drag shows were sexualizing children. They were, they were sexualizing children, sexualizing children. That, that phrase just gets repeated over and over and sexualization in front of children. And like, that's not what we're talking about here. I, I don't know how else to explain it. Drag isn't necessarily scantily dressed, right? I mean, Ian said it, best i'm pretty sure i first heard this from ian is just if the only movies that ever existed were porn and then somebody came out and was like you know what i'm gonna make a movie but instead of porn i'm gonna make it a kid's movie people wouldn't come out of the woodworks or maybe they would say no kids cannot watch movies movies are inherently sexual because they wouldn't be this would be a movie but it wouldn't be porn it would be a kid's movie it's a great comparison yeah drag shows are about theater right it's performance and some of them are scantily dressed sure not all of them are and i i i get it i don't understand why someone would want to put on drag and then perform for kids but neither it just it's funner when people are drinking and making sex jokes yeah but i don't understand why anyone would want to do any sort of performance for kids in the first place because i hate kids right like why would you want to do a puppet them. show for kids or whatever? Screw them. I won't say I hate kids, but I don't want to do that. I'm mostly like my friends and my parents and my, you know, family's kids. So let's go to the phones. We do have Bad Slave on the line from here in New Hampshire. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk Live. Are you Thank with you. us? Yeah, go ahead. What's on your mind tonight? And, and Aria, um, I uh, just, my thoughts on this whole thing this whole gender game and crt as well uh hold on hold on why does crt get brought up into the conversation about gender because what i think is going on is uh is secretly the uh the teachers and the teachers unions are are sneaking uh, these programs into the uh into the you know public schools and i what think is the gender program what the gender games yeah you you said that the public schools the teachers unions they're sneaking this gender game into public schools what, what gender game did you have any uh awareness of uh the uh what do they call it uh 
the libs of TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I, they're, they're is that your source here? Is that is that like where you get your information from? I haven't from? seen anything about school from them. I've seen more stuff about the what's going on inside schools from Carlin Boroshenko, and usually it's not about them playing gender games with the kids. It's uh, the more egregious stuff that the public schools are doing with the kids is like having them give up private information for uh, without telling their parents and stuff like that. But uh, me and my uh, family, we have multiple times asked my little brother who's eight and my little sister who's 11, like, do they teach you about maybe like, like, I don't want to say sex to them. So I'll say like, do they teach you about anything weird at school? They Do they teach you about like, maybe like being gay or anything like that. And they're always like, no, why do you guys keep asking me that? Why would like they laugh about it? Cause it's stupid or silly. I, I think that if um, there was going to be a program where the kids were taught that it'd probably be like a health program. You probably still have to get permission from your parents. Like you did for sex, sex ed. Best well, life, there's this concept on the internet called clickbait. I, I don't know if you're familiar with the concept, but it's this idea of just creating the most extravagant attention grabbing thing that you can to manufacture outrage or generally outrage or hilarity or whatever emotion you want to instill in people. And you put that out there and people who are addicted to outrage seek it out and then it becomes popular. And it doesn't matter that it's this one off thing that happened in some little town somewhere. If they put the wrong perspective on it, as they have done countless times, then people spread that on the internet and it doesn't matter how untrue it turns out to be. People are going to continue believing it. Yeah. Like there's this girl that argues with me about the drag shows all the time on Twitter who brought up, Oh, there was that mermaid drag queen who was letting a kid like, I don't even know if I can say it on there, like fondle their genitals. And I looked it up. The drag queen was wearing a sequin outfit and there's those sequins that like when you, push your hand on them, they turn one color, you push them the other way and they turn another color. And the little kid was doing that and the drag queen, like, as nicely as possible, like, stopped them. And what else are you supposed to do in that situation? Every time I hold a baby, they try to grab my boobs and you just don't, you don't go like, ah, this is like, no, this but is no, so wrong. No, don't what ever you touch do, boobs. What you do is you clip that video hmm. of the kid touching your boobs. Yeah. And you put it online and you say, watch this horrible liberal fondle <laughs> this baby yep. or whatever. Or let the baby fondle And you get it. people like Bad Slave clicking it and sharing it and talking about how we need a law to protect people from people like you. Right. I'm sorry? You, you, what, you were applying to me, uh, Aria. This is crazy. I'm saying that school, schooling, and government do not go together. I agree with that. But that's not what you said originally, though. You were talking about CRT and um, gender games. I mean, that's that's part of the reason is all this craziness. Oh, it's because schools are teaching things that you don't support. I mean, parents could teach their kids that. So in a world where we have no public school and there's only private and homeschooling, I mean, you could send your kids. Yeah, they could play gender games at a private school that you send your kids to. Since me and Nikki are wearing pants right now, is that gender games? When does something become a gender game? Well, it's unclear what he means by gender games. Yeah, I've right? never heard that like, term. But it is interesting that the both of you are wearing pants and I'm wearing a skirt. Trying <laughs> to transition the the students uh, without the 
the parents being informed. I don't think that's actually happening, though. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's even possible. I mean, it it could maybe be happening. Like there could be some or a few weirdo teachers that are like, I'm gonna have, like convince all these kids to be trans when they're not. But I just really don't think that's happening. And I think what might be happening is when children are bringing this to their teachers, like, hey, I'm having these feelings. I feel like I might be the other gender or however they're coming to their teachers in confidence looking for a support person and the teacher doesn't flip out at them and tell them they're going to hell and no, you're a boy. Don't don't pretend you're a girl. I think when they have those supportive teachers that are actually trying to help children and support them, it's just getting spun around the wrong way. And then you have all these conservatives that are like, see, look at all the public school leftist teachers. See, let, Slate, let me propose to you a different scenario, right? Because I'm from that world, right? I know what it's like to be trans and to be surrounded by conservatives and to not be able to explore that because your parents will kick you out. Your grandmother will kick you out. You'll get grounded. You'll get spanked. You'll get all your stuff taken away. You'll get sent to live in a home just for wanting to wear girls clothes. So I, I, I get that perspective, right? I wish to God that the public school system had been like, hey, look, we, we know what's going on here. We, we're people you can you can find solace and safety with us and we can help you explore this thing without, you know, getting your dad beating the hell out of you every single night. Right. So there's that flip side of it, too. And I don't think public schools should be in the business of being the sort of lifeline for kids and stuff like that. But you paint it like it's a, it would be a terrible thing when like that would literally help keep some people alive. I mean, and if, it, if it was the case that people were going to school and getting gender reassignment surgeries, sure, I would be against that. I'm pretty sure I would be against that. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure most people would be against that. But it's just that it's not happening. Just like people always try to act like there are these crazy sexual drag shows going on every night where, where kids are in the whole they're like filled up the audience and it's just not happening like whenever i asked to see videos of it like the one big one people bring up is this picture that was actually from a burlesque show of just some i don't know if it's a woman or a man doesn't really matter wearing a thong and a kid had put um a dollar bill in it it actually wasn't even a drag show and it's from like years ago like that's the thing. It's just like nobody can show me or, you know, there's that mermaid clip. I look it up and it's something ridiculous. Yeah, it's just clickbait. And what really makes me sad about this whole situation is there are so many children. People are more mad about the existence of kids that are trans and they're not upset about the fact that there are tons of gay and trans kids that can't express themselves that are literally committing suicide. They are more mad that there are people that are expressing themselves and that are trying to be happy in their bodies and trying to feel comfortable with themselves and trying to figure out who they are. People are mad about that, but they're not mad about the fact that there are people that are mentally, you know, they're they're struggling mentally and they have depression and all of these other things because they can't discover who they are and they can't flourish as human beings that's the real sad thing here are you still with us past life um you've been breaking out a lot so okay i uh wanted to say that um that i i i think that all of this stuff needs a softer approach you know what i mean i it's just that you know the there are people it's in a occurs to me that uh, 
going on, you know, all these people have put themselves up on on uh, libs of tip uh, of uh, TikTok. I I just these 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 people are whack jobs, and and they've got their their ideas are are you know against the norm. I mean that's in, certainly in a, true, but there's. I'm familiar with QAnon and Reddit and, you know, Stormfront and white supremacy and Nazis. And those people are outside the mainstream, too. There's people outside the mainstream all over the place. That doesn't mean that... The solution should just be that public schools shouldn't exist. That's what the bill should be in. Right. That's what bill should be in. And I I would absolutely support that. But to act, it would be disingenuous to act like, you know, Stormfront, which is a haven of Nazis and white supremacists is somehow indicative of the Republican Party just because the people who are on that side happen to be Republicans, right? And it, it would be silly to act like the people on libs of TikTok are somehow representative of democracy or trans people because of what this tiny little minority does. Like, you have Superman, the GameStop chick, who went into a GameStop, and when they called her a guy, she started kicking over displays and yelling and screaming and stuff. Like, uh, all the trans people I know were disgusted by that behavior. I don't know any of them who supported it. I mean, this person was just having a bad day, right? But that's no excuse. But I mean, there's plenty of people who flip out on people all over the place. And we don't, ex- we don't, if, if you see a, just like bad slave, if, if you go into a dollar store and you flip out on the cashier there, no one is going to be like, oh, th- those old white men, good Lord, they're out of control. No well, one. someone will, but they'll be wrong. No, I, I'm not sure anyone would. Because, like, oh, it's because he's straight. That's why yeah. he did that, because he's straight. Because <laughs> straight white males, they, they just don't have to deal with that sort of stereotyping. It just I don't know. I see it on Twitter. Them. I Do see you? it on Twitter a lot. Like, also, there was a video of um, what, what's that guy's name that was a really good uh, state rep here, but he's dead now, and he did all the sovereign citizen oh, stuff. Oh, that older guy. Uh, I know his name. Well, so, Don something. A and E took Ian's video of a free keen video, um, blurred out the free keen logo, no and reposted it. Reposted it, yeah, and it was of that guy, D- D- Dick Marple. That's it. And D- uh, E did this. Yes, and it's Good on Lord. YouTube, and it had thousands of views. And everybody in the comments were like, "He is a stupid old white man." This, all these old white men are, um, you know, so they're they're saying he only didn't get arrested for this behavior. And I kept pointing out to all of them, everyone in New Hampshire is white. It had nothing to do with him being white. But yeah, anyways, right. that. Somebody could say I guess that it does happen. about, you know, bad slave, but they would be stupid and wrong. But it's far less common. Like, if I were to do it, yep. it would be extremely common for people like, oh, look, you told you, man, those trans people, they flip out all the time if you call them yeah. the wrong pronoun or whatever. That is true. Are you still with us? I do think that there are a lot of, of uh, trans people that have have. I'd also develop narcissism. How many trans like, people do you uh, know? Well, I mean, I, I, what, what comes across the, the little screen, you know what I mean? But do you know uh, those people though? It's all, it's all, I heard a zero. But I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you I, don't know but, them personally, and that's. But, I just don't think the internet is always a good representation of groups of people right like i used to always say like the internet does not represent any of like my gay friends in texas like they're not you know like uh super sensitive flowers like they're a lot less leftists and they're still super gay 
Super gay. Well, there, was a, there was a guy I met at the at the Quill who was a, uh, 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 you know, trans and, you know. He was a trans? I, he was trans. Okay. In, and, in what direction? And, and he the uh, male to female. Okay, so this and, was a she. You met you met a she at 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 the. You said the quill. I, I looked at the person, and it was it was a guy. Uh, you know, still. I mean, it hadn't she she hadn't uh, you know taken on any kind of real feminine uh, aspect. But are you talking about I, Mo? <laughs> You're talking about Mo, aren't you? Got treated by that individual. Yeah, I don't know anybody that goes to the quill that's trans and has taken on no he, feminine he's aspects. He's talking about Mo. If they're, if they're talking about Mo, that'd be funny. The the joke here for listeners is this person became a female on their driver's license just to do it, but just still lives exactly the way he did before. I don't and he think doesn't he identifies as yeah, trans he does, either. Doesn't. You're, you're talking about Mo, aren't you, Bat Slave? Who? Who? Who is this person at the quill? I I, I don't even remember. Do they have red I, hair? I, I, it I has just, to be Mo. There's there's no one else it could be. So anyway, I, was, yeah. that night was then. Okay, so you, so, so you met two trans people. One is me, and one is this other person who you can't remember well, even the basic yeah, name of, but who yeah. is associated with libertarians, and somehow we don't know this person. And, but it may or may not be Mo. I'm pretty sure it's Mo. But anyway, so you know two trans people, and neither one of these people fit the stereotype of what you see on libs of TikTok. Is that correct? That's like no, I, 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 but there, but there are plenty of them on this. You know, showing their visions, their their faces on these. Uh, you know, talking up and down. About how where where are they know, doing this? So huh? Where are they doing they're this? They're doing it, doing it in classrooms and you, you've and seen videos of trans the, people in classrooms talking to kids. Or are you making this up? I think I know what, what he's talking about from the libs of TikTok. Now that I think about it, it's the teachers not in the middle of class, but outside of class posting. So you, there's no way to even confirm they're really a teacher. And they're, you know, usually have like blue hair and they're like really obviously leftist. And they're like, I go to school every day and I tell my kids that they're trans and there's nothing that parents can do about it. So we don't know that this isn't just, I mean, that's something. Just somebody trolling. Somebody is what it a troll like. would right. totally do. Yeah. Bad Slave, uh, thank you so much for the call tonight. It's been an interesting discussion. I, I would caution you to remember that even if something happens on the internet, even if you see video of it. It One, it doesn't necessarily mean that it happened. Two, it doesn't mean that the context that you're watching it is actually the context that is being portrayed as. Like some of these uh, videos are like, oh, you know, the, this drag show or whatever with all these kids at it. And then it, then then they're with drag queens stripping or whatever. And then they don't actually show any kids watching the thing. They just claim there are kids there. So mm. th that sort of thing happens too. But anyway, I would caution you to remember that the internet, the... The internet is not the real world, right? You've met two trans people, at least. I think I've met you personally. I'm pretty sure I have. You met two trans people in real life. Probably, realistically, you've only met one trans person. But let's even say it's two. Let's say this other person that we're talking about is a trans woman, which I'm not getting into. Neither of the trans people that you've ever met 
are anything like those people you've seen on libs of TikTok. So why are you still using libs of TikTok as your example of what trans people think, do, and want when it runs counter to your actual real experience? And, and that's one of the things that is anti-libertarian about being right-wing is that libertarians are not collectivists. Very and much And right-wingers not. are. And I don't like stereotyping in general, right? I don't I understand the mentality that okay, well we have we have this perception of trans people, but Aria, we're willing to allow you individualism. We're we're willing to recognize that you're not like all of these other trans people, right? I also can't get down with that though, because I've literally heard people say that. They're like, Yeah, I hate trans people except for Arya because she is X, Y, and Z. Right. But that like it, it's just it's like, but feels I'm also yucky. the only trans like, people person you know, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's like maybe if you met some other trans people, you'd be like, oh, wow, they're cool too. And, you know, it's like, oh, they're not like they are on libs of TikTok because those people aren't even real. It's yeah. just, I don't get how people can say stuff like that and it doesn't know. register in their brain that that's just so messed up. And like recording a video on the internet is instantly going to make you act differently than you are. Like the idea that bad slave is diagnosing most trans people with narcissism because of the way that somebody who is recording a TikTok is acting. Like, you're going to act differently when you're recording a TikTok. Like, last night, I posted a tweet just because it was funny in the moment. Was this and about then I felt being bad about no? Vintage? Oh, because I saw that and I laughed so hard about it. No, it was that uh, there's most of the people that hate free staters are fat. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of mean. Bonnie never change. <laughs> It's just what I've noticed. Most of the people that hate free staters are fat. I mean, most, a lot of free state. Well, that's true. I, I don't know very many fat free staters. I need more data. Yeah. <laughs> more data required. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's sad to think that people live in this world where they've, they've so much confused. Like, if, if you've never met a black person, and the only thing you've seen of, you know, black people is, I can't think, even think of some, some black gang Medea. member. Oh, gay? Yeah. Oh, gang member. Gang member, yeah. Tupac? Like, I, I don't know if he was a gang I, member. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I can't even think of one of these people. But black people in America, there's this huge mythology of black people being, you know, drug dealing gangbangers. And I'm sitting here, I'm like trying to think of one of these people who is, you know, no, an actual notorious gangster. And I can't I think Snoop actually... Dogg was. He was supposedly a pimp. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. He a, yeah, he's a but I'm thinking of someone who's like on death row, like someone who's actually a thug, a violent criminal, which is the, the mythology that people have for black people. And if you've never met a black person and your entire experience with black people, or your, your example is even better, Medea's family reunion or whatever yeah. is your entire understanding of black people. I can sort of sympathize and understand where you're coming from, but you're just being ignorant at that point, right? You're not being malicious. But when you have met a bunch of black people, and they're nothing like Medea's family reunion or whatever, then it's less excusable for you to somehow act as though all black people are like Medea's family reunion, even after you've met people that prove that isn't the case. Oh, they're just exceptions. Right. And that's that's not a good way of looking at the world. No, those Medea's things, those are characters that exist online. 603-283-6160. There's more coming up here. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. 
It's Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. You can talk about whatever is important to you. 603-283-6160, if you would like to do that. Again, the number is 603-283-6160 with Unitas, Aria, Bonnie, and Nikki. And coming up soon, I actually do have two very quick little clips that I'm working on for TikTok. They're mostly done. I just haven't actually completed the process of uploading them because it requires it requires moving stuff to network storage, which takes forever, and then moving it to my phone from there, which also takes forever, and then uploading it to TikTok, which is surprisingly one of the fastest. I don't, I don't know what's going on. There's something wrong with my network storage. It, it takes 10 times the amount of time to transfer it to my NAS than it does to upload it to TikTok. And yeah, you think that would be quick. Yeah, it, it should be exactly the opposite. But there's something wrong with it, and I haven't bothered to look into it because generally it works, and it's usually not time-sensitive anyway. So I'm like, all right, well, this will finish transferring while I'm on the show or whatever. So we do have it coming up, tiktok.freetalklive.com. You can find our channel there. We do have TikTok news coming up. Uh, it's not just the Biden administration that's upset about TikTok or the Trump administration that's upset about TikTok, but the state of Michigan as well is upset about TikTok. And I just don't know what the problem is. I like TikTok. That's no, it. What about the Chinese spies? Well, I mean, it's like NSA has been spying on us this whole time. Yeah. I mean, right. Like, I didn't. It sucks. But what what use is it to China knowing that I like watching like Heidi Shepard, one of the singers on The Butcher Baby, practicing her songs or whatever she yeah. uploads to. I think what the idea is, is they get more than just whatever you do on TikTok. They can get like stuff from your phone. But the thing is, like, I mean, uh, I think you can refuse that. Yeah, you would have to give it permissions. And, you know, if, you're, if TikTok was harvesting certain amounts of data, uh, Google would find out about it and they, they would be upset. In this sense, I'm sort of relying on Google to protect me from the evil Chinese communists <laughs> at TikTok. But. And the other thing is, like, even if the, the Chinese government knew everything about me, it doesn't affect me as much as the NSA knowing even a little bit about me. That's true. And, you know, TikTok is useful for what it is. That, that said, I don't spend any time watching TikTok. I don't anymore. I haven't in like months. Yeah. I upload to TikTok and then I pretty much log out and that's the end of it. My friends often send me TikTok, so I'll watch them, but I don't like go on there and just go to my through my for you page anymore. Yeah, it's not like uh Twitter where interacting with people helps get you followers and helps get you more attention or whatever. It doesn't matter. You can watch nothing on TikTok. You're not going to be more likely or more less or less likely to be watched if you don't watch videos in turn. That's just not the way it works. Yeah. So I don't really watch anything on TikTok. I just upload stuff here and there. We do have a TikTok at Free Talk Live. You can find it at TikTok.FreeTalkLive.com. And we do have a video coming up, at least one that will be uploaded at some point this evening. But let's go to the phones. We have Creighton on the line from Kentucky. Creighton, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Well, just just like you were talking about, it, one thing's for sure: of all the the alphabet agencies that run our our government, um, only the NSA is really listed. Um, that we know I, of. I called in. <laughs> that we know of. Uh, I mean, I yeah, because wasn't there something like seventeen spy agencies or intelligence agencies that were, you know, said Assad used chemical weapons in Syria or whatever, and it's like. Why does the United States have 17 intelligence agencies? Well, I mean, so, the FBI was literally watching every time I went and visited Ian when I first met him. Yeah, but and the, I know that for a fact now. Yeah, but that's not even an intelligence agency, right? Yeah, that's a police, that's an investigative agency. The United States has at least 
17 intelligence agencies. They didn't have any reason to be investigating you, though. You wouldn't know about it until they would knock on your doors. I can name the NSA and I can name the CIA. And I don't know after that, but there's at least 15 others. So, I mean, you say the NSA is the only one watching you, but I suspect there's at least 15 others watching you that we don't even know the names of. Well, I was just saying that, you know, it would be nice if Congress listened to us every now and again. Um, but I actually called in to talk about the, the national divorce thing uh, proposed by Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think her name is. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about that, and I realized that there actually is a, a, a precedent for what she's talking about, where the states remove themselves from, you know, the federal government, but the federal government continues to exist and there's a military alliance. And um, that's actually the, the, the state of existence that um, little, the tiny little uh, countries of Guam and Puerto Rico exist in, where they actually have uh, Congress people that they elect and send to Congress, but they don't have any vote. Um, and they don't have any uh, electoral vote either. I didn't know they had, like, their own federal government if they're also part of the United States. I mean, that's interesting. Well, they're not. They're not part of the United States. They're territories. Territories? I don't think Puerto Rico is even a territory, are they? I think so. Yes, they are. And if you're born in Puerto Rico or Guam, you are a U.S. citizen. But But you don't have to pay federal taxes if you earned it in Guam or Puerto Rico. Interesting fact about is, Guam. The flag of Guam is what all Guamanian babies see when they're born. And if you look it up, you'll get what I mean. I don't... You I have don't to look up what the flag looks like. Okay. Is it appropriate for radio? Uh, uh, you can't really... It's just a rectangular shape, and then outside of it, there is... Or maybe not rectangular, I meant more like diamond shape. And then in the diamond shape, there's like a palm tree and a coconut. Oh yeah, it kind of looks like uh, a baby. What they would see when they yeah, come the, out. the exit looks okay. like the exit. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I did not know that. So what what what's your point, Creighton? Because like uh, the Marianas Islands is another obvious example. Of course, we're very familiar with those here on Free Talk Live. It's you know it's not actually a U.S. state, but it's protected by the United States. And- but he doesn't mean the federal government, like the U.S. federal government. Do they have their own federal government on top of that? No. Uh, Puerto Rico is a, is a country, um, but at the same time, residents of Puerto Rico are U.S. citizens. Yeah, it's not the same thing. It's not really precedent for the same thing then, because they would have had to have been a state and then left and then still have ties with the federal government. It's not really the same thing. Yeah, and I don't want to be a U.S. citizen. And I don't want to be what but Puerto it, Rico is. They have like a short end of a stick. But my point is, is that it could be an example of a middle ground, sort of like Instead of a divorce, more like a trial separation. No, I want a divorce. What if your husband's beating you? Do you want a trial separation? Like, I wouldn't. I mean, you're already looking for ways to compromise. And if you go into a situation like this looking for ways to compromise and to meet the other side, then you're going to lose ground. Right? I'm not going to compromise. I want to be free. Right? And maybe in the long run, yeah, I'll end up compromising with like, okay, well, we, we won't give you this, but we'll give you this or whatever. But if you go into that, like, look, I don't actually want a divorce. I just, 
maybe let me spend the weekend at my sister's or whatever. No, that's not the way we're going to do this. We're going to make our demands and we're going to get them. And I don't want to be a U.S. citizen. There's a Rothbard paper that's really good about not being, um, going into things unprincipled, basically not asking for compromises. And it explains that, explains like a libertarian wants no taxes. If a libertarian thinks, oh, but it'd be better if we had 1% taxes. Yeah, that's true. But if you ask for 1% taxes, you're going to get 10 or whatever, you know. That's exactly it. And thank you for Thank you so much for the call tonight, Craig, and thank you for pointing that out, Bonnie, because Rothbard is absolutely, I like Rothbard a lot in a lot of cases. Obviously, no one's perfect, but I haven't read that particular article. That's like the him. only thing I've read from him. That's the least libertarian thing about me. I've like never read Rothbard except that, and it's because somebody showed it to me because it helped me with my argument. I was like, thank you. That, that's what I'm going to use all the time. He wrote Anatomy <laughs> of the State, which it's not actually a book. It's a collection of different essays that Rothbard wrote, but it's really, really good. If you're going to read one Rothbard thing, I would recommend Anatomy of the State. It's I started good. listening to Man, Economy, and State, and it was just too too dull. It's very dry. Yep. Yeah. That's a very dry piece of literature. Anatomy of the State is not. It's very short. It's to the point, mm-hmm. and I would highly recommend it. But we're talking here about transgenderism, gender identity, and just overall confusion about what is, basically. Like, uh, we had Bad Slave call earlier who seemed you know, flummoxed by this idea that trans people aren't like what he sees on Libs of TikTok, which I think is a Twitter handle that, like, goes out of its way to find the most yeah. bizarre TikToks that they can find. Because that's how you get famous. It's clickbait. Right. You know, that's, that's how you get followers, posting ridiculous stuff. And there's no indication whatsoever that any of the context, like they say, oh, this is a a teacher talking to a room full of kindergartners or whatever. We don't actually know if that is or isn't the case. Sure, they made that claim, but it's probably not actually the case. And we we don't know. And I don't want to take libs of TikTok as the ultimate authority when it comes to trans people. And people's lives are, as Nikki pointed out previously, there's a pretty high suicide rate among trans people. And it's not really necessarily that we're mentally ill as trans. It's because, you know, if you're trans, society's kind of like F you. Yeah. And they give you the middle finger. And then even among your allies, your supposed friends, you're, you're finding them voting for nonsense like this. And it's like, man... I guess I don't actually have any friends. I should just kill myself, right? That's sort of the that's sort of the issue and the reason why. Tra- not to mention the fact that repressing their identities and all of that stuff. That's not yeah. healthy for them. It's not good for them. But being in a situation where they feel like they don't actually have any friends or anyone looking out for them because their friends are out there in New Hampshire running for a state representative and supporting nonsense like this. I get it, right? That's. That's not good. It makes people feel isolated. It makes people feel alone. And it's not helping the situation at all. And they, of course, point to Brian. When It's when. When Is that how it's pronounced? NYG, some, something like that. Yeah. it's. I think it's Korean. I only right? learned that because I knew somebody in high school with that last name. I would not know otherwise. So this person won the beauty pageant for Miss Greater Dairy of 2022 or whatever. And it was an outrage. And the thing about it is that person tried the hardest and all the other girls just looked like how... uh, So so hard not to say mean things about like people that might be underage and stuff. But it's not like everybody else was like, wow, 
that girl should have really won. It was like everybody was really average. And then there was this person that stood out the most with the coolest makeup and like probably the best personality and stuff. Sorry. like She did look the best, you know. I, I don't know if she did or didn't, but I know I don't care about Miss Greater Dairy in New Hampshire. And no one else did until she was trans. Yeah. No one cares. I never knew cares. it was a thing here, yeah. Yeah. No one cares about this beauty pageant until a trans person mm-hmm. wins. And suddenly everyone's concerned about it. No, look, yeah. guys. Stop caring about this nonsense. I also looked at the rules and it's like people keep saying, like, well, it's a woman's space. But I looked at the rules and it specifically says, like, as long as the person running, whoever is like running that, maybe they have franchises or whatever, is accepting trans people, then they're allowed. So it's not against the rules. It'd be one thing if it was completely against the rules. Like, maybe I could see where they're coming from a little more, but I still think it would be stupid. But it's not against the rules. It's not really a woman's space i mean it's so stupid like well why would they make it against the rules right so you have let's be transphobic here you have a man and you have nine women who are competing with one another look if the man's better at being a woman than the nine women then let the man win i don't know what else to say Right? This is a competition to see who makes the best woman. Right? And the other thing that no one was bringing up was, because this was like a big thing everywhere I looked like a couple months ago, was there are other components in beauty pageants than just beauty. Like if it was just beauty, it'd be kind of creepy. Yeah, there's like like talent and other subjects. And the volunteer stuff. Like maybe that person just blew everyone else out of the water with those subjects. Really good point. So supporters of this bill... Say they believe there should be a public debate over the issue, but, and as Representative Cherry Roy is going to demonstrate, they don't know what they're talking about. He says, and the toughest question for this legislature, and we as a public to answer, is this. When a young girl or a young boy comes forward when they reach adulthood and they ask, how do I get my breasts back? How can I have babies now that I'm sterile? We need to have these conversations. Why would they be sterile? They wouldn't be. And they wouldn't have like, lost their breasts. That's just no one is jumping to conclusions. Well, no one is doing this stuff to people who are under 18. Yeah. No one's giving breast implants to 16-year-olds no. or breast reduction surgeries to 16-year-olds. None of this is happening. We can have conversations about trans people. I think we probably should have conversations about trans people. But I can't have a conversation with someone who isn't talking about actual reality. With the parents' permission, women have been, girls, whatever, have been getting breast implants at like 16 for a long time. Like the Jenners, they got breast implants, definitely. That's probably beyond like the reach of the average person. I That's mean, a good point. But if I was you're just going to say, probably, but like the, this Republican shouldn't be against it if it's like the parents. I mean, it's the same thing with a tattoo. A tattoo is permanent, and I knew girls like in high school that were like sixteen and fifteen and had tattoos because their parents signed off. It depends on the state. You couldn't do that oh. in, in Tennessee or Mississippi. But also, mm-hmm. I mean, I had tattoos when I was fourteen. I guess it's different because I was giving them to myself, like uh, stick and poke style, sure. but. And I guess that can't really be compared to breast implants because I couldn't give myself breast implants. But but this just speaks to how disingenuous this entire conversation is because Terry Roy here, he thinks he's actually being reasonable. He, he may actually believe we just need to have a conversation about this. But what he wants to discuss has no bearing on reality. No one is becoming sterile as a result of being called he, him. What about, what about puberty blockers? I honestly just don't know. Can you like go through puberty afterwards? Yeah, you would just go through puberty What's normally. That's the point, right? Just later, and you would probably have somewhat diminished effects. I don't, I don't know. And 
I, I don't know to what extent it would keep your body from growing. You would still continue to grow and you just wouldn't go through puberty, right? I, I, I don't know how else to characterize it other than that. But yes, once you stop taking them, you would just go through puberty relatively normally if that was what you had decided. If like you, for example, Bonnie, you would suddenly start developing breasts and hips and all that stuff. Whereas before you would just be like a, a taller, bigger, prepubescent person. Well, and I don't know if either of you have noticed, but a lot of dancers and gymnasts, uh, girls who do very intense sports, you know, whatever, seven days a week, they, the similar effect happens to them where they're, uh, it kind of stunts their puberty and they, you know, have flatter chests and they don't really blossom into womanhood as early as other girls their age. Why does this happen to them? Just from the extreme exercise. Oh, really? And nobody's freaking out about that, you know? They're not not banning gymnastics. Well, they're not freaking out about puberty blockers. Roy, I mean, Terry Roy here isn't freaking out about puberty blockers because he doesn't even know they're a thing. He doesn't know the basics of the conversation he's trying to have. And he uses loaded language. A young girl or a young boy comes forward when they reach adulthood. Okay, well, then we're talking about a young man and a young woman. Right. So let's use the language that actually represents the conversation we're trying to have. When a man or woman comes forward and they ask, how do I get my breasts back? Well, you can't. You know, but you were an adult when you had those breasts removed because no one's doing that to a 15-year-old or 14-year-old or whatever. They're putting you on puberty blockers until you turn 18. And that comes directly from Boston Children's Hospital. Like one of the people who literally do this stuff for kids. They don't know what they're talking about. And this conversation they want to have, it's with imaginary people about imaginary things that don't actually happen. And we can't do that. We can't have an imaginary conversation. I mean, Roy is the same guy that when um, Matt Santastasso's build and the drug war came up, he went up there and he was like, do we want people taking fentanyl and dying? And it's just like, people are already doing that. The laws didn't stop it. He's always disingenuous like that. He thinks like, if we pass this bill and make it not illegal to do the drugs people really want, then a bunch more people are going to die of fentanyl. Like, there's no evidence that that would happen. I mean, it's already happening, you know? So, in other countries, too. I mean, we don't want people dying of fentanyl, right? I don't want people dying of fentanyl, but. There's nothing the state can do about it. No, I bet he he voted against the fentanyl uh, test strips, though, because there was a bill also that Lady Up the Street, um, Democrat, put in to make it not. What's the word where you have like a pipe in your car? What is that? Paraphernalia. Apparently, right now, it's paraphernalia if you have testing strips to see if your drugs what? are uh, fentanyl. That's so that's weird. like another charge. That's crazy. That's crazy, and that should not be. No, that, that's, that suggests they want people to die of fentanyl. Right. But, you know, I don't want people to die of fentanyl, but that's preferable to people cooking up and shooting crocodile. Yeah, that's which is, true. Which is what they do in Russia as a result of the drug war and being unable to get opiates and stuff like that. So, no. I don't want people buying and doing fentanyl or heroin or any of this other stuff. But if you give me the option between people on the street shooting up heroin or people on the street shooting up crocodile, I'm going to go with the heroin. Yeah, right? heroin makes you like sleepy and lay there and crocodile makes you get up and kill people. 
Well, well and it also rots your you, skin. Yeah, it gives oh. you like flesh eating diseases. It's yeah. really, really serious and it's yeah. painful and horrible. It's really terrible. Yeah, just look at some images of it sometime. It's, I mean, disgusting. Yeah. And, and it's 100% a product of the drug war. And the, yeah. the thing is, like, people overdosing on fentanyl is also a product of the drug war because it's like people want to get heroin that would be less likely to kill them, but then they end up with fentanyl in their heroin. That's how my friend died. So passions ran high at times during these legislative legislative sessions, as you might expect, with one state rep comparing gender affirming care to the Holocaust. What? Good lord! How they don't? How did we get to this point? Oh my god! Does it say? No, it just says one state representative. They they don't know what they're talking about. How did we? How did we get here? I don't know, man. (laughs) Wasn't remember when it was offensive to compare um, vaccine mandates to the Holocaust when it was like really similar? This is just nothing like that. I encouraged people not to do that as well because, like, we shouldn't. It's poor taste. I, I did too. I didn't. I didn't like it being compared to the same exact thing as uh, when black people weren't offered service for being black. It was the same exact thing. But I think they're both really bad. Yeah, I just think there are better examples. You lose a lot of people when you start saying, "Oh, well, in Nazi Germany, or the Nazis, or Hitler, or whatever, or Holocaust." Yeah. You lose support. It's kind of the thing you say when you don't actually have a point and you're just trying yeah. to make a big impact. Like, oh, the Holocaust. Like, this this word has weight. I'm going to throw it in there, even though it makes no sense in this context. It's more like the Holocaust when you won't let people be who they are without, you know, and you would rather them die. What's ironic is that, uh, what was her name? Some, some celebrity post- talked today about how, like, this is how Nazi Germany started in regard to the Jews. And I, I want her to be wrong. And I will say, no, that's stupid. You shouldn't make that comparison. But, like, she's right. The, the Nazi Germans, they did start with relatively minor legislation aimed at Jewish people that in and of itself didn't suggest that they were going to round up and kill all the Jews. And, like, character assassination, like, oh, the Jews, you know, they're, like, dirty and stuff like that. Oh, the trans people, you know, look at the libs of TikTok. That's what they're all like. Yeah, they're creaming kids, right? That's sort of dehumanization and scapegoating. Mm-hmm. It, it seems to be happening. I'm not comparing anyone to Nazism. Or th- this celebrity did that. I'm not comparing anyone to Hitler, but I'm like, She's not wrong to point out that these these small little steps, they are the first steps on the road to something like a Holocaust. And not that anything like that is happening. The only Holocaust you're going to find happening in the world right now is the Uyghur Muslims in China being murdered and slaughtered by their own government. 603-283-6160. Similar legislation was torpedoed last year by Sununu threatening to veto it. So, again, I... Good God, your free staters are going to make me thank Sununu. That's the situation we're in. Free Talk Live, and you can join the discussion, 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that, that's 603-283-6160, and with you in the studio tonight, it's Aria, Nikki, and it's Bonnie, and I want to say thank you to Evan Daniels as tonight's amplifier, this means that Evan is a member of the AMPS program, you can find it at amps.freetalklive.com, so our Patreon, it stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. So if you value Free Talk Live, if you want to help 
Show your support for the show. The AMPS program is the best way to do that. It does come with a number of cool little perks. But really, the reason you should join, if you join, is because you want to show your support for the AMPS program. That's amps.freetalklive.com. You want to show your support for the show, rather, because the AMPS program is the best way to do that. That's amps.freetalklive.com. It only costs 5 bucks per month. That gets you in. And that gets you access to the exclusive AMP-only podcast, which is... you know. That doesn't run any of the advertisement or actually I don't think any of the podcasts run any advertisement right now, but still check it out. You get it sooner at the very least, I think. Huh? I don't even know if that's true now. I got to reevaluate. I don't think you do. I don't know. And it doesn't really matter. So amps.freetalklive.com because really, if you join, it should be because you value Free Talk Live and you want to help show your support. That's amps.freetalklive.com. Coming up, TikTok in Michigan. There appear to be some changes to how the government wants to handle TikTok. And we saw this with Trump, right? Where the Trump administration was like, oh, we need to look at banning TikTok or whatever. Even though, what, like 100 million Americans use TikTok, I think is the number. It's a huge number. And then the Biden administration is now exploring a way to force TikTok to be sold or face some sort of penalty. It's unclear. It's just How, horrific. Wait, they want to they make the Chinese company that owns TikTok or whatever sell it? Yes. If they want... It doesn't mention TikTok specifically, but it's that's basically... They, they're getting at TikTok. And if you want to function in the United States, they're arguing you have to sell to a company that isn't Chinese. They're preparing for war, yeah, as far as I, I can tell. That's just another... One of the millionth reasons that Biden is just like Trump... There's really not a big difference. No, all of the policies that began under Trump have continued under Biden. They are one and the same. They're identical. They are senile in different ways. And Biden is a bit less amusing. Biden, I wish he was this harmless old man who was talking about kids stroking his leg hair or whatever, but he's not. But anyway, that's coming up because Michigan is also blocking TikTok from state devices for most people. But not the governor. Mm. We're going to talk he likes about TikTok. Uh, evidently so. We're going <laughs> to talk about that. But first, women and birth control. To carry on with this conversation about gender and stuff like that, I'm not an expert on birth control, obviously. But Bonnie, you've been sharing the story for one night when it was you, me, and Nikki together. So yeah, I'm not an expert on it either. I've taken it, but I mean, Nikki probably knows more about it than both of us. But this is just more interesting to me to talk to with you guys than to talk to with like Ian. He doesn't know anything about it. I, I don't know anything about it. I mean, to be honest, I don't. <laughs> well, he he also would just be totally uninterested. It's like, okay. unless you're just talking about not having kids ever, he doesn't want to hear about it. Like, I know the gist of birth control, right? Like, it it tricks your body into believing that you're pregnant, right? Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. It's just, horm- it, it sends your body, it uses hormones to tell your body, hey, you're pregnant already. Mm-hmm. I remember trying to tell my bosses that are like older than me women that- when you are on birth control, when you have a period, those pills are actually sugar pills and you're yeah. not having like a real period. It's like, it's still, it's just not real. And they were like, what do you mean? That's none of that's true. And I don't know. It's just it like, it's weird true. how grown women who've been on it for a long time don't know anything about it. I mean, like the basics. There's a lot of women who don't really know much about their anatomy in general. Like they probably couldn't even label, you know, different areas of their body to be completely honest. That's scary. I probably no. can label all on the inside. I know ovaries, fallopian tubes, well, the womb. 
I, I could understand not needing to label the inside. Like I, you know, every human being has a bunch of organs and stuff inside of them. And if yeah, you, you might not know exactly where they are or what they're named. Yeah, if you chop me up and we're like, find your liver, I, I'd be like, I, yeah. I think it's that one. Right? Also, like there are girls. I don't know if I can say this on the radio. It's like I had a friend that told me like she's with this guy for eight years and she never orgasmed. Yeah, Ian said orgasm the yeah, other you day. Can say that. It's like. That's that's depressing. It's just sad, yeah. But I mean, that's the fault of there. There are so many things that cause that 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 breakdown in communication and society and sex lives in the first place. Yeah. And, like I don't know how to begin addressing that because there there are so it's like this whole thing among like the the incels and just the men on the right in general who legitimately think that. A woman isn't supposed to get pleasure out of sex. They, they, That's so barbaric. Like, what is this? Right? Like the 1600s? It still happens in Africa with like you know? genital mutilation. Yeah, which is oh I god, mean, so disgusting. There, there was um, a young man who I worked with that I overheard him saying that he basically hopes that the women that he's with, or he basically he was saying, I don't care at all if they're pleasured. Good at Lord. all. That's just so weird. And I'm like, like, how are you going to, you know, that seems keep a- doing that if you're not doing a good job, buddy? Like, he was just like, I'm completely selfish and I only care about myself. It's just like, that seems so uncommon, though. Like, it seems like every guy just, they don't, they're like, I don't care. I just want to please you. They say that. Yeah. Or they feel bad about themselves at the very least if they can't. But it's like, try harder. Like, you could figure it out if you're doing a bad job. You know, I don't research it. I, I've you never know? had an experience like what my friend was talking about. Like, yeah, I just, I don't want to ask him to do that thing because it's awkward. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, yeah, she needs to work on her communication. That's yeah, like communication some, some healing, some deep healing yeah. that needs to happen so right. she can live her best life. And she's an adult like my age, so it's very strange. Oh. I mean, but it's it's tragic. People in school, they don't learn anything about this, right? All, right. They, they learn about STDs and crap like that. And I mean, that's useful, but it would be far more useful. And I understand, right? I, I know how upset you conservatives get about this. You don't want drag queen story hour. You're really not going to want this. But what yeah. we need in the world is actual sex education where your teachers actually teach boys how to make girls orgasm well, and, not and even, vice versa. And not even just that. There's a lot of not teenagers show. and kids who yeah. they, you know, feel embarrassed about masturbation and things yeah. like that. They they feel like pleasure embarrasses them or they think it's it's wrong or dirty or whatever. And it's really not. And no, it's, not at all. That just creates repressed people that end up with like weird things or, you know, pedophiles or whatever. Yeah. Repressed people is just where that or, comes from. Or girls who are like 25 years old that have never had an orgasm. Puritan, I mean, that's, that's sad. Puritanism runs deep in the United States. I mean, we still get callers who are like like atheists or just non-religious in general saying that, you know, arguing from this perspective that sex is somehow bad or sinful or it's bad to have a lot of sex, right? And that's that's just Puritanism adapted to the 21st century. Yeah. Who who the hell does other than the religious people? Who the hell decided that sex was bad? And why did you agree with them when they said that? Have you had sex? It's the opposite of bad. But that doesn't stop people out there in large numbers throughout the United States arguing that sex is bad, that it's somehow sinful, whether they're religious or not. 
And they don't realize it, but that that mentality, that basis upon which they're building their entire worldview is just Puritanism. It's just Christianity going, oh, no, no, it's bad. A woman should just lay there. And that, that's it. Sex is for procreation. Well, it's it's not, though. And see, I brought this up because I was like, maybe even if you did get taught, like, the inside labels of ovaries and stuff like that, you don't get taught, like, what those things are there for. Yeah, like, the function of them. And that's kind of yeah. where I was getting at, is it's important to know the functions of your body, at least, at least a very basic understanding of... You know, this is what menstruation is and this is what my body's doing. I think that's important for women to know because then they can kind of understand, especially with women, the the cycle is ingrained into a lot of other aspects of their life. I mean, that's what I believe, at least. And this is kind of, you know, my my wheelhouse. So obviously I'm probably more passionate about periods than most other people. <laughs> but I, I really do. I mean... The ebbs I'm and laughing flows. just because it's funny to hear that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm passionate, passionate about, about periods. <laughs> but the ebbs and the flows of yeah. the hormones and the cycle, like it's a whole thing that the majority of women just don't understand. And that that's sad. Yeah. More people should. And there's also, in regard to sex in particular, there's this rampant idea in the United States or in Western society, I, I don't know which, where if a woman enjoys sex... Or seeks out sex, then she's a slut. She's bad, yeah. right? And that that's rampant. Like I always have heard that, like um, women who have sex with like a certain amount of partners, they don't have the ability to pair bond. And like somebody used that as an like an argument with me recently. So I looked it up, and it's complete pseudoscience. Like there's uh, of no, course well, of course it is. There's I mean, no like evidence. I mean, people just say it. There's some like spiritual um, philosophies that people have that when you're having intercourse, the other person's energy, especially, you know, without getting into too many details, the other person's energy kind of enters your energetic field and you can take on some of their trauma, some of their feelings, whatever. You can also encourage it, right? I mean, you definitely could. And I do think it's kind of important to pick sexual partners not like super specifically, but, you know, it needs to be somebody that you click with and have good chemistry with. But even if it's not, whatever, you know, it doesn't damage you for life. I yeah, I really don't think it would. I mean, I could see if somebody's first sexual experience was very traumatic or if something really horrible happened to them. That could probably maybe ruin their life if they don't go through the necessary healing that they need to. But that's different. I mean, these people have so much confusion around female anatomy. Like, they genuinely believe that if a woman has too much sex with too many different men, then she, she, her physiology changes. I I don't know how to put this, but like, she is no longer. They've invented an entire concept called virginity, where like a, a man's sexual organs are so potent, so strong that it permanently forever alters a girl which is totally not true at all it's completely insane it's like dude okay first of all like it's the same as it was before first off bro calm down (laughs) it it wasn't that serious right but they they don't believe that they think oh virginity is such this it's the sacred thing and when a man takes that it's so they they don't know yeah i mean pretty much any i would say most women could pretend to be a virgin and yeah. most guys wouldn't know the difference. Nope. Absolutely you know, unless, not. yeah. And, but they would think they would know the difference. And that's the amazing thing, right? It, it, it comes just right back to that transition where they think they know a whole lot more about the subject than they actually do. And it turns out 
they don't actually know anything about. But let's go to the phones. We have Renee on the line from Louisiana. Renee, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, 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 I'm going to talk about the subject you're talking about right here because that, that, there's lots of concepts, I think, being missed over here. One, uh, I believe, not to insult y'all, y'all have Jerry Springer vision. That means you don't look outside of America for the different cultures that have a very positive and uplifting function of sex besides making kids. Well, I've brought up like European, yeah, European people are like that all the time. Whenever people are like, oh, sexually uh, charged things are never okay around children. It's like, well, my German friend's parents used to have like this naked picture of of a woman on the wall and it was like totally not weird to them. But my parents were like, oh my God, that painting or it's, it wasn't a painting, it was a picture. Yeah, it's not inherently sexual at all. It's just a naked woman. I mean, we're obviously going to take the perspective of Americans and look at things through an American lens because we are well, all Americans dealing with American issues. Well, not only is there Puritan problems with America, but the English-speaking people, even the Soviets, have a twang of Queen Victoria's warp look of sex. You know? And what is that? You know, a woman... Queen Victoria had the concept that a woman's not supposed to enjoy herself. It's just for the man to do his thing. She does her duty and, uh, you know, reproduction plus satisfy the man. Uh, You know, women should be like, you know, kind of like have somebody to click with so they could voice their opinion, like what you need to do. And they need to be hands on when the activity goes on too. Like, I mean, uh, Pointing things out, pointing vulgar. areas out and stuff like that. Like, this is yeah. the thing my friend I was telling you yeah. about. Or they um, need to grab and help the man do the deed, you know? Don't just be there and be mad. Like, or else he like might be he trying and exactly. not know that he's not doing anything. Yeah, show him the ropes. I mean, yeah, yeah, is important. I, mean, I like no that because I don't care what's going on as long as I'm doing something. And, and, and somebody grabbing and pulling and shoving and guiding, uh, <laughs> as long as they don't slap me, I'm okay. Okay. You know? Yeah, I, I, it, it, it's just. But even Europeans are like, you know, a minority. I feel like there's a majority of people on this earth that we can rightly claim this stuff about. Like, you know, America, Puritan. Mexico, Puritan. That's because Christianity has, and I never really thought about the British Empire and how they may have affected people's views of sexuality, but Christianity has certainly impacted so much of Western society. And I didn't even realize this until like last night when I was doing a wiki walk. I don't remember exactly what I was reading about, but evidently the Spartans were super gay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. They sure were. But it makes perfect sense now. Like they would spend their, the first 25 years of their life surrounded by dudes and you know, dudes are going to be dudes. So yeah. stuff happened. And so evidently women would like shave their heads and wear men's clothes on their wedding oh. day to make the transition to heterosexual relationships easier for them. And oh, I didn't know that part that, of it. Never heard that, either. that was what I, ended, I don't know if it's true or not, but that was what I ended up reading. And I was like, wow, I never, I never knew that. Yeah. But obviously I knew that ancient Greece was super gay and oh, Sparta was obviously part of ancient Greece and ancient yeah. Rome was super gay. And I mean, the gods of, themselves uh, were gay. A yeah. lot of them. And, and cross dressers. And, and they had multiple of, partners. And a lot of, European history or just human history in general is super gay. 
or super trans. Or but, oh, but this super. is a whole new concept, right. and it, but it's really not. No, Christianity just came along and it started killing all yeah, of these people. Yeah, ruined everything. And yeah. it started repressing all of these people and telling them, no, you uh, can't do this. And society is, is just now beginning to recover from that nightmare. Oh, that's so terrible. Wow. I don't view only I don't view only Christianity as having uh, such quarks. Feminism kind of is anti good sex. Look, to my opinion, is uh, it? No, I gotta agree. I don't think so a lot of times I'm just like, yeah, feminism, why are you so? I don't know. If they bought it from Christianity. Islam's pretty much like Christianity. It's not just they, Christianity. They He's right. There's there's other, but I'm pretty sure you guys would agree with that. There's like lots of also has their quarks. Let me explain what you it know, means. What the, I what I feel about feminism being kind of anti-sex. It's like. You know the Junior Anti-Sex League in 1984? It's like they're all like women and men are completely equal. There's nothing different between us at all. And because of that, we won't wear makeup or anything like that. It's like all the stuff that women do because they want to be attractive to men, it gets taken away from them. So Julia, the character in 1984, she like whenever she gets into the room where they sneak away to to have sex and stuff, she wants to wear makeup and she's like, oh my God, it's never... I've never been able to wear makeup before, but it's not just wearing makeup. It's like being able to enjoy having sex. And it's not just for having a baby and feminists. They always like, I remember my cousin posted this thing on Facebook once that was like, sex is inherently violent towards women because of the act, the way the act is. Uh, Maybe if you're a rapist, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I don't understand how you could, think that way and, and she was just like yeah you know what this is true like i totally agree like becoming a feminist one more element one more element you may disregard missionary or standing up but you know that there's certain ways you do it that doesn't help out the woman there's like like a few few ways to properly do certainly Looking at each other. Sure, there's other things you yeah. can do, and I, women I still know. like that. Thank you so much for the call tonight, Renee. You've done an excellent job of keeping this very difficult topic, you know, PG. Yeah, right? yeah, he didn't and ever cross any of I super too bad. appreciate that. I don't know if positions is something that we should even open yeah. up, right? Like, yeah, some, some are better than others. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> that's, that's a personal preference thing. But awesome job keeping it, you know, clean <laughs> and stuff. Because this is a difficult topic. And thank you so much for that, Renee. It is a difficult topic, especially doing on the radio when, like, we're not on Free or Talk Live right now. Yeah. Where right. I could say a lot of stuff that I want to the say. The conversation <laughs> would be a lot different if yes. we weren't on the radio, let me tell you that much. <laughs> and it's so difficult. Usually I don't have a hard time. Like when there's a microphone in front of me, I enter, I don't know what to call it. It's like when I when I was in high school, like I was one of those high schoolers who thought it was cool to cuss a lot. So I cussed a lot. I really don't know that anymore, but as soon as I was around my parents, it wasn't hard to stop cussing it was like there's no way that a cuss word is going to come out of my mouth on accident because i will get in trouble right and it's very similar with you know doing radio it's like there's a microphone in front of me i know i can't say this or that and so but and it's usually once. easy right it always happened to all of us once not nikki no yeah but some topics well it came really close there's a note up there that's yeah, but that wasn't a bad <laughs> word. That was just a context thing. Right. I mean, but that's sort of the issue that you run into in yeah. here is some things that are safe to talk about aren't safe to be talked about in some ways. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. the other day when Ian said you can say orgasm because it's a scientific term. 
But let's keep going on the phones. Caller, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind tonight? Hello? Yeah, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, uh, um, so I heard you guys were talking about TikTok, and um, what came to my mind was um, I've been seeing a lot of videos lately, at least from a YouTube algorithm, uh, talk, discussing uh, women in their 30s that are uh, regretting not having children or having a difficult time uh, have, like uh, dating prospects with men. And I was wondering what you guys thought about that. I mean, you can still have children in your 30s. Yeah, and somebody told me that you have a huge boom in fertility right at, like, 35. Mm -hmm. Are they having a hard time? Why why are they having... Look, I would sell my soul for a single 30 woman my age (laughs) who had no kids. Where are these women at? I don't know. There's some of that. But then there's obviously that other spectrum where there are uh, older women that have children but are having the same difficulty of finding um, dating prospects. I understand why someone with with children is having a hard time. It sucks, right? And but right. I mean, that that's just that's what it's like being in your 30s, right? Yeah. It it becomes harder and harder to date people and your patience for people's crap gets lower and lower until it becomes just not worth it to date anymore and then you reach a period where you, you just settle for whoever you can happen to tolerate and who doesn't drive you crazy. And that that's the, these people who are single and 30 and they're looking for love or whatever. They, they, you're not 20 anymore. Yeah. That's like not what you're dating you're, anymore. In your twenties, it's a lot harder to like make friends. It's just like a situational thing. Like you're not every day going to a school where you're going to meet people. You're not like college or anything like that anymore. Well, you're, you're, can be oh in your 20s yeah i I meant in your 30s so like it's like that right you're not going doing you could be going to college too you know but it's just like a lot harder because you're you know you want to stay home more like to me it's like it's a lot harder to just i don't have any like friends in keen like i don't just like know anyone in keen who isn't a libertarian and uh i don't know how i would even meet them and i don't really want to either so it's not like a big deal I mean, I have plenty of friends in Keene who aren't libertarians, and I, I've done plenty of dating here in Keene. I've got to tell you, it's pretty much exactly as I said. It's, I, I'm, you're not looking for love. I'm not looking for love at this point. They, that would be stupid, right? I'm not looking to fall head over here. I'm looking for someone who I can stand to be around <laughs> for a long period of time. Because as I get older, my patience for people, it just gets short. And they're looking for the same thing. These people who are in their 30s and they're looking for love, well, they don't realize that yet... That that ship is sailed. Well, and they're and I think, in their 30s. I think people try to force it too much, too. And I yeah. think that's a lot of, like, the people who are super desperate for love. And they're like, I just need somebody, anybody to love me. They just get into these bad situations and, because and I think they just get, I agree. you know, too desperate and just really try to force things that just aren't going to work. That, that's why I think, like, I only met Ian because I literally gave up on that. I was like, yeah, I that's the just secret. need to stop. Uh, being so boy crazy and always needing to have a boyfriend. I can be alone. And I'm at Ian. Yep, that's exactly, yep, that's the secret. Well, I mean, that can work sometimes, but I haven't given a crap about being in a yeah. relationship in like five years and no one, though Ian has magically fallen out of the sky or whatever. <laughs> and I don't I don't expect it to. Because... I also had to totally chase him, so. Yeah, that's See, the other secret. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking for tra- chasing. I don't have time for that. And that, that's another issue, right? I'm super busy. I work seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot of time to spend dating people so i don't want to invest a lot of time in someone who drives me crazy and if you have kids that's just going to be a whole other thing you don't have time right for 
603-283-6160. There's more coming up here, including why women are stopping birth control at 603-283-6160. Of course, you can weigh in. Your calls and thoughts are welcome. There is more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. The state legislature is considering a number of anti-trans bills, and uh, they they don't seem to know what exactly it is they're actually discussing or voting on. And this is the entire issue with representation, right? Here in New Hampshire, we have 400-and-something state reps, and none of them really know anything about transgenderism. Maybe some of them have read an actual article here or there, but the vast majority of them only know what they've read about on Twitter and Facebook and insert other social media. And they either come at this from the side of the Democrats or the Republicans. It doesn't matter. They're both completely ignorant on the subject. There's no like intellectual debates in the state house. It's all just like people come to testify in front of them and they just sit there with a glazed over look and don't listen. It's politics. And they are going to make a decision here that is going to impact people's lives while they know absolutely nothing about the subjects being discussed. And that's terrifying. It's the same with all the drug laws. It's like... It is. These people can't just look at the evidence and see the overwhelming evidence that uh, drug the drug laws don't help anyone. Yeah, And, you know, people aren't only... People aren't at more danger with drugs being illegal illegal than they would be if they were all legal. And people are just like, yep, can't vote for it because of the children. And that's it. It's always for the children. Well, not necessarily. Sometimes people are on birth control, not for the children. We're going to get back into that. But first, we have Ricky on the line from Pennsylvania. Ricky, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you there, Sister Aria. And what's on your mind tonight? Good evening, Sister Nikki and Sister Bonnie. Well, last night, Oh, you, last night, uh, I did hear what you and Brother Ian were talking about, and you made an astute observation. Now, myself, I'll tell you, I've been talking about secession for 40 years, the better part of my life. Yeah, some I people weren't listening a, last night, so I don't know what observation it is that you're referring to. Plus, Ian and I talked for like that, that you, you, that you and Brother Ian made the observation that people are afraid to talk about secession. Now, as an example, I'll give you an example of myself. I have talked about it for 40 years. I talked about it a lot on the show before I disappeared for years. And then after that five years, I came back, I mentioned it. Then I didn't mention again to the Marjorie Green stuff, but I became fully aware of one thing after I came back, because I've been on about a month now. And here's what it comes down to. It's been brought up many times. I mentioned it, nobody said anything, calling in, really, and then you guys were mentioning it, other, you know, Ian's mentioned it, and people aren't calling in. Don't be afraid. There's nothing to fear. 
If anybody's hearing Ricky from the Commonwealth, there's nothing to fear. Nothing's going to happen to you. It's well, that's good the main to thing, bring it up and discuss it. That's the main thing that anti-secessionists have to bring up whenever... They, the only thing that they have to say to uh, make others, you know, be anti-secession is fear. Like, yesterday I saw this uh, politician from Texas because they put in a bill... Um, that would it would just like study create a committee to study whether or not they would be able to secede. And uh, there was some politician from Texas that was just saying, like, our taxes will be raised like crazy if we um, if we secede and just all this stuff that he had no proof for just a whole bunch of stuff. And it was just all fear mongering, like our state's going to be way more dangerous because, you know, the cartel is just going to come over the border, just stuff that doesn't make well, legalize you know, drugs and the cartels stop being a problem. Right. right? That, that was the way we got rid of Al Capone. It wasn't the FBI or any police force that got rid of Al Capone and the illegal alcohol trade. It was legalizing alcohol. It was repealing prohibition. Yep. If you don't and want... I'll tell you another. I'll tell you another astute observation. And I'll totally agree with this and can prove it. And I think both you, Aria, and Ian were commenting on it. I know throughout the years, I've talked to all kinds of different people that are different parties, Democrats, independents, Republicans, whatever. And one thing I get, the most trouble I get is from Republicans. And when it comes to the union, leaving the union is like it's some kind of holy relic or something. You know what I mean? Probably because Abraham Lincoln was a Republican, something like that. He was actually a union party member there. It's their religion. uh, Young sister. He was the Union Party. What happened is Trump, under him, there was a poll at that time, and 55% of, Repu- 55% of Republicans said he's a Republican, so Trump says the man's a Republican. He was the Union Party member, you know? Yeah, and I don't know, and I don't know what that has to do with Donald Trump. How, well, you just saying about him being a Republican. That's no, no, all I, I said about. Lincoln. If I said Trump, it was an accident. You said Lincoln. Yeah. I, I, that's why I got no, confused. I said about Lincoln being a Republican. Yeah, he was it, a Union Party member. Yeah, and I don't know how you ended up getting into Trump. But regardless, I mean, it's a religion to these people, right? They, they tie up their entire worldview, their entire self-esteem, their everything in this idea of the glorious United States. No doubt. And, and you know that, what also? Is disgusting to them because that's like killing their God. Honestly, I really don't understand it because even when I was like a Republican in like high school, I just wouldn't have thought of it. No one ever brought it up to me. I never thought of the possibility of states seceding now just because they weren't getting along with other states. I never even thought about it. So I, I just don't know that my visceral response even then would have been like, we can't do that. Maybe it's just because uh, Lincoln said a house divided cannot stand. And that, like, cool, it shouldn't stand. We're trying to tear the house down. We're not trying to keep the house standing. I guess that's what Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to do. And you, know. and you know what's funny also? Another astute observation that was made by Ian, and I'll comment on that. Uh, he mentioned about the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, in my case, he said about his case was later on he had trouble. I had trouble right from the get-go. I refused to do it. Well, it happened the first time in school, and my parents backed me, so I never did it again. Yeah, because they really beat that Commonwealth of Pennsylvania crap into your head, right? No, actually, they didn't. You said last night they did. That was all me, sweetheart. Okay, well, you said last night they did. Huh? You said last night that they did. No, they had you write it one time there. And the funny thing with that, the side note of that is actually because it cut me off because I went to the side break. After they had you write it down, if you got it wrong, 
the whole thing about that is the one point I left out. First of all, they would call your parents. Then they'd make you repeat the second grade. That's, but here's that the is other beating thing it into your head. So minute, I never had anything like that there, with Nikki. any of the class. Like, even Texas. Like, Texas is extremely uh, Texas-oriented. I had a yeah. Texas history class. They wouldn't have called your parents if you wouldn't say true. Texas is, he, is a... It gets worse. Hold on. It gets worse. Republic or whatever. Other point. There was one other point to that. What they would also do is put you in the special class See, at that he's point. He's making this up. I am not. It was yes, on the news a year ago. Dude, you are 100 a year ago. I thought he was saying when he was a I'm kid that would happen. I'm not making it up. Yeah, you it may not realize you're making ago, it up. Why are you calling me a liar? I'm insulted by that. Cause, because, dude, no one would... <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Like, it's, it. it's such a ridiculous claim that I'm struggling to even respond to it, man. They were not putting you people live in, in Pennsylvania. Space. My parents had to do it. Dude, they were not I putting... I had to do it. Okay, dude. I would think they wouldn't even be able to do that to hold you back put and you in put you in special ed classes. Class? Like, that's not how that works, I don't think. No, I, I don't know what he thinks he heard. And I'm not calling you a liar. I'm saying you're wrong. There's a big difference, right? You're wrong. I don't, I don't know in what way that you're wrong, but I know they were not holding people back and putting them in special education because they failed to write the, the statement Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Right? And why wouldn't anybody not do that? I'd be like, okay, I'll I mean, write it. Well, maybe if well, they literally they couldn't even, spell it. He and- said that they even misspelled it, then you automatically failed and had to repeat the second grade and went to special ed. Like, that's so absurd. Like, it's a hard word to spell. I think yeah, I mostly rely on, uh, what's the word, autocorrect if I'm trying to write Pennsylvania or Massachusetts. But literally yeah. no one is getting sent to special ed because they failed to spell something once. That, that's yeah, completely crazy. Yeah, that's that not how school works. An overrun of the special ed department. Yeah. Say that. Good thing we have a dump button. I don't think he realizes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he realized that I switched back over to him because I had to not. put him on hold because you know he, he wouldn't let. You got real heated though. He did. That was <laughs> intense. <laughs> Luckily, we have a dump button, and I was quick on it. So I mean, I, I don't. I was flipping back over him so he could respond. Yeah, not anymore. But like, I was literally laughing too hard at this notion of people being sent to special education for being unable to write this this phrase that I could, could hardly speak. And then him interrupting me to insist it was true when obviously that's not true. I mean, the other thing is like, we don't we shouldn't get into yelling matches about you calling me a liar on Free Talk Live. We all have devices. We all have these magical devices, yeah. as Captain says, magic rectangles. Yeah, but you can't really like stop and Google something while you're trying to talk. Right. Yeah, and I wasn't calling him a liar. I was just saying he's wrong. I know, but I'm just saying he shouldn't get so offended. If he really wants to prove it, he can just look it up and tell us another time. Yeah, but I'm willing to bet that you can't find. I mean, he saw it on television or whatever he said, and you know, maybe he maybe he did. But he just now said, "No, it happened to my parents, and it happened to me." So he, he's trying to claim that it happened to him. So I do recall. Maybe I could be mistaken, but I thought last night he said that it had happened to him, or it was an issue that existed when he was in school. But I don't remember now. But let's go to the phones. We have Sarah on the line in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Are you with us? Yes. 
No, she's not. Sarah. Okay, going once. Bye, Sarah. No, that was her Sarah impression. <laughs> if yes. I was tricking you. <laughs> no, I, I recognized it. It wasn't Sarah, thankfully. So anyway, before we got yelled at by Ricky from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, because we disagree with this notion that people were sent to special education for being un- unable to spell the phrase Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, we're talking about women and birth control and just the tragedy of the United States and just Western society and Puritanism that leads sex to be such a taboo thing. It leads people so ignorant about their own bodies. Well, and you know what I was thinking? I'm not sure that America in the Western world is super Puritan anymore. I think like the older generations still are, but there's a lot of girls my age, like under 30 who have only fans. It's a nice. very, very common thing. Like I, I think Maybe the majority of the girls I know have an OnlyFans. Maybe not the majority. That might be an exaggeration. But I know dozens and dozens and dozens of women, personally, who have OnlyFans. They're promoting it on Facebook. They're promoting it on Instagram. I'm like, you got your family on here. And she's, you know, dropping an OnlyFans link. So, you know, I know people... I've only ever known one girl who had an OnlyFans and it was like, you know... Good for you. I, I'm not, not going to pay subscribe. for it, right. but I actually don't know any. Like, if they, if anybody I know has one, they're being secretive about it. No, I, a lot of the girls I went to high school with are promoting it on Facebook. That's, I mean, good for them. Yeah. But I, I would still agree with the notion that people our age don't care. You know, if what when people our age are like in charge more, there's not going to be people getting kicked out of work for having tattoos or like. Well, that's kind of like already that. over, right? Well, I don't know if it's over. Maybe with not the in like generation. other places, but there, there's, there's still work to be done, right? Yeah. Like when I started at this job that I'm at now, they made me dye my hair a quote normal color. Yeah, that happens yeah. in hotels. You can't have a a nor- I mean, a abnormal color for your hair. Yeah, and this only happened for like two months, but it was a really long two months. And I got to tell you, I look horrible with brown hair. I really do. And as soon, the very moment, the CEO of the company that they had, you know, some board meeting or whatever. And he was like, well, you know, my, my son has pink hair or whatever. And that was what undid everything. That was what undid the entire policy was the CEO of the company going, that that can't be, you, you, that can't be right. My son has pink hair. There's nothing wrong with my son. Nice. So the entire policy got undone, and I happened to be told, and I was like, yes, I'm going to dye my hair tonight. You know, and like, who's offended by that? Who's like, oh, this Exactly. I mean, I guess so, but that's the thing. Like, we don't get it because it's so stupid. But boomers would seriously be like, (laughs) "Can you believe that girl up at the front desk of the hotel? Like, she has a tattoo on her neck. Like, we wouldn't even know. We wouldn't even notice that. Yeah, I wouldn't even care. I mean, I know a lot of older folks who look at my tattoos and they're like, "Wow, those are stupid," but it's your body, (laughs) and you can do whatever you want with it. Like, they don't really understand why I like them and why I spend so much money on tattoos. But I don't think they're offended by them or repulsed by me or come to any conclusions about my character based on the fact that I have tattoos. Well, yeah, but that's such a boomer thing in the first place to be like, hey, your tattoos are stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, no person under the age of 40 is going to do that. If they say <laughs> right. anything about your tattoos, about, hey, nice tattoos or whatever. Or if they don't like them, they're just going to, you know, keep their damn mouth shut. I just, just noticed that people don't enjoy when you comment on their tattoos. Like, if you're no, like, I like your yeah. tattoo... Even then, like, it makes them awkward sometimes. Maybe not everyone, but 
Yeah, with me, I've it's kind of like, hit or miss. I don't really always love it when people comment on them because they're like, oh, what does that mean? And every oh yeah, every weird. tattoo I have has a meaning, but it's very deep and personal. Yeah, it's like how much time you got. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to share this with you. And, you know, some of yeah. my tattoos, could, some of the symbolism I have could be offensive to some people so i don't want to be like hey this is a satanic symbol at work you know what i mean like don't ask me what it is if you don't know what it is you're not meant to know (laughs) that's a really good point but let's keep going with the phones we have uh turd ferguson on the line from i think maryland turd you're on free talk live very puritan and anti-sexual relations absolutely yes in the female form (laughs) good one um, yeah, well, you know, just to preface this, I have the coolest tattoo in the history of the world, which is the logo of the greatest rock band that has ever existed. Nickelback? Led Zeppelin? <laughs> no, not Lincoln Park? No. <laughs> Stop guessing. They're, they're not good guesses. Um, okay, so... The greatest rock band in the history of the world. Hey, now, the- you're an all-star. No. Get your game on. Those people? It, I, I, could, I would guess Pink Floyd... Okay, I can get no. down with that. Well, Pink Floyd's pretty is up there, but Oasis is the greatest rock band. Of no, that's all. I knew no. it was. Gonna, I knew it was going to be yeah, something early two thousands and wrong. Yes, very yes, turd. You're they wrong. Are, Next caller. <laughs> okay, Noel Gallagher is the greatest songwriter of all time. But okay, check this out. So I heard you guys um, when I was writing my article here. I, saw, I heard you guys talking about OnlyFans a minute ago, and let me tell you, um, eventually this bu- this OnlyFans bubble. Is gonna pop, and it's gonna pop. I feel like for it multiple. has. It's like uh, not yet, but it's close. But I don't, it's, it's like I the don't housing it, market. Yeah, I don't think it's a bubble, man. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's legit supply and demand. There is no oh, limit to the amount of women that men want to see naked. Well, and, and you know what it is. Yeah, so but, the thing about OnlyFans is, so you can get porn, right? You can get porn for free. Yeah. But the thing about OnlyFans right. is that girl from high school that you had a crush on, or that girl right. that you know personally. Mm-hmm. That's the content you want, and that is the content yeah. that people are willing to pay top right. dollar for because that's like what their fantasies are made of. I like, think they know yeah, these girls. Only, this has yeah, to be. There's only, so, there's only so many girls you went to high school with. Look, I look. I well, the girl at Starbucks, whatever you know, that girl, you're whatever. Yeah, yeah there's, there's always so a new girl like, that I'm I mean, looking look, at. I'm like, I, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see her naked. Look, there were sexy young ladies that I went to high school with that I've purchased their OnlyFans because I, I, I'm a guy and I'm curious. But this is going to end badly. And let me tell you, there, there are already reasons that, first of all, Aria, you just made my point for me. There is an endless amount of women you can see naked for free already on the internet. And, yeah, but that existed before yeah. OnlyFans, right? I mean, it's, it's worked at all, so that's... And yeah, that's but, not what I said, Turd. I said there's no it, end to the amount of women that men want to see naked there's no th- yes there's a lot of supply but there is yep. infinitely more demand but, uh, this may yeah, be then- a situation where i am just being like bad slave and i'm just judging it off the internet because seriously i just don't know anyone that has an only fans and i know a few people that do and um on top of that i've seen so many things on the internet where it's like um only girls posting their l's where they're just like guys i need more subscribers i don't have enough subscribers i gotta pay my rent this month right. and stuff like that they are some of yeah. them are a little desperate it's and like, it's just like whoa maybe it, just having, get a regular job having a failed only fans <laughs> would be so embarrassing i wouldn't even yeah, yeah they're, they're posting their l's and also there's the, there is a limited amount of simps out there that will uh that will take care of these girls forever and here's and here's the other point it, you want to talk you about the posting 
No. Well, well, I mean, I, I Katy Perry. Depends. All right, listen, listen. The, here is the thing. No, it's a fair question I'm, because, like, are you going to unsubscribe from these girls that you follow on OnlyFans? I've already unsubscribed. From, I, I did it for one month and screenshotted their photos. From Whoa. My later use, if you know what I mean. Oh, dude, that's um, shady. Like, no, it's not. It, it is. It's not shady. I have I, I have an OnlyFans account for like subscribers, but the only is uh, person I've subscribed to is like Silverlight Films or whatever because. They they use it in the same way that one would use Patreon or something uh, like that. It was it yeah. was a really clever sure. solution that I hadn't thought about before. And yeah, know, they don't care if you you know download all their movies after you subscribe for one month or whatever. Yeah. Of course, I didn't do that, but it's, it seems shady, well, man. Like if you want to, if you want to use the pictures later, yeah, it's my right because I paid for it. I'm not and saying it's not your right. I'm just saying it's shady, man. Mm. Maybe they have, uh, you know, special ones where you can screenshot it. Because, I mean, Snapchat has yeah, it'll tell the technology you. where, yeah, it'll tell you if you screenshot something. Yeah, well, they trust me, most of the girls know that you're screenshotting and screen recording their videos and photos. But let me just say this, too. Because you, Bonnie mentioned posting their L's. And I've heard stories and read stories on the Internet already where young women have found out that they're like their dad. And their brothers have subscribed to their only and, and then they've gotten like severely grossed out for which is reasonable. But but here's the other part. It's it I mean, they're the ones that posted their photos on the internet for anyone so? to buy. That my my father okay would dad. never ever if right. I had an OnlyFans one he'd be disgusted. Two he would right. never even dream of subscribing to it. He'd be yeah. completely repulsed if he ever even saw me naked. Saying that right. the, you're you, you're that you're right. effectively Your saying that they, these girls asked for it. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know if I agree with that. I'm saying I'm not, I'm not saying they asked for it. I'm saying they put their photos out on the internet, knowing that anybody in the world could purchase a subscription to their OnlyFans and see them naked. But they shouldn't. Is, yeah, but it's sort of under the expectation that their dad isn't going to purchase them. Yeah. Well, they well they should know that their dads and their brothers are perverts, apparently. I agree. That's useful information. She should know that, you know, she should shut her door when she showers or whatever. Yeah, that's interesting. That that's probably be, good for such a girl to that know. That wouldn't be worth it to me, though. I wouldn't be like, well, at least now I know. <laughs> True. I, I would not want that to happen. Yeah, I think it's the not real, their fault, though. I think the real OnlyFans killer, and thank you so much for the call tonight, Turd. I think the real OnlyFans killer is going to be AI. Hmm. Because oh, yeah. we're at a point with AI where you can just upload pictures of the girl from Starbucks or the girl you went to high school uh. with, and it can automatically generate some pornography for See, you. See, you know what? I have a very powerful imagination, right, I and I don't need any of this. Right, that's you know? what I don't understand. I, I was going to say men don't have any imagination. It's like they have to have a picture of boobs in front of them. Yeah. Pathetic. <laughs> But I mean, AI solves this problem and it sort of makes OnlyFans obsolete. If I see a girl from Starbucks, I'm like, hey, I want to see her naked and I can either subscribe to her OnlyFans or I can have AI create her OnlyFans for me. Well, one of those is a lot easier and probably a lot cheaper. Right. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, and you are invited to take control of the airwaves. 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in. That's 603-283-6160. You can talk about whatever you want, but don't be surprised if you say something silly. 
like, you know, kids are being held back a grade and being sent to special ed because they failed to write a sentence correctly, you know, it might might put your own hold while we address that. Public and schools are way easier stop, than that. What happened? Public schools are way easier than that. They are. And Commonwealth in Pennsylvania, that, as you point out, that's a bit hard to spell. I, I, I imagine some high schoolers would fail to spell that correctly. Yeah. Some of the people, especially if they're not from New England or just the Northeast in general. I guess. Yeah, imagine you just moved to Pennsylvania in second grade and you're still haven't figured out how to spell Pennsylvania. Honestly, I grew up in Massachusetts and I misspell that word sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you know? I get it right. Massachusetts is also a weird one, man. Right. Yeah. That's a word there. Yeah, it's like I couldn't grow up in Maine or something. Right. Imagine being in fourth grade trying to spell that word. It's tough. 603-283-6160. Of course, you are invited to weigh in, but let's get to the phones. We have Jamie on the line from Alabama. Jamie, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, uh, yeah, I think that was wrong what they did about the uh, about the Christians that were gay or les- lesbian or whatever. Why they should judge them, I don't know. What? Well, you're not supposed to judge anyone. I'm not sure what you mean. You know, I was saying something, uh, crap, about certain types of religions back in the olden days. Oh, right. they were gay or something. Yeah, like they killed, you know, the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, Babylon. Yeah. Well, the thing with Sodom and Gomorrah, as I understand it, was that they they weren't interested in whether or not the angels consented. They Mm. were like, send those men out so we can have sex with them. That's one of the interpretations that I've heard. And I don't know if that's true or not, or if that's just Christians putting some weird spin on stuff as they tend to do, right? But they also just like didn't care right. about. I mean, God, did, that their God didn't care about consent. They, what, what? Instead of letting those angels come out and that happened to them, he told the guy to let his to send his daughters out there, and they got raped to death. Did they? Oh, Lord. Yeah. I Can didn't I say that on the radio? What a what a lovely religion. I know. Yeah. yeah. yeah See, I'd forgotten that aspect of the story. I just remember they. Okay, well, that completely shoots down the idea that they that God punished Sodom and Gomorrah because they weren't worried about the angels not consenting. Because right, it's probably a Christian yeah. apologist. Yeah, they I come out with some weird that. stuff. I yeah, when I was go ahead. I remember I heard that too in the Bible when I was growing up because I was raised by a Christian grandmother. <laughs> Right, they don't really yeah. tell you that stuff. They tended not to avoid those aspects of the Bible. At least, at least my family didn't. Like, we knew the Bible was, you know, was against gay people, but they weren't going to sh- talk to us about the actual verses where people yeah. were stoned the to gory death details. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just right. always heard that it was an abomination to be gay. Yeah, right. that's not lie with the man as one does a woman, that, yeah, that sort of no. thing. But you know, that's Leviticus and Deuteronomy and these other books from the Old Testament that. Yeah. Could have been misinterpreted. There's people who argue now that, you know, well, they didn't actually mean man, they meant boy. So they were saying, you know, pedophilia was wrong. But, like, I don't know. I can't read the original text. I, I don't know what the original text says. And I'm not sure I care in the first place because right. this is supposed to be the word of God, right? Is yeah, it the word exactly. of yeah, isn't the word of God eternal and unchanging? Are you saying yeah. it changed? He should be able to write in some language that looks like, you know, cuneiform or something that all people of all races and uh, languages can read. Well, and wouldn't God just tell yeah. us directly if he wanted us to know something? You that know, like great. what's up with all like the trickery and the, the riddles and all these? It seems a little suspicious. Yeah, it does. Anything else tonight, Jamie? Yeah, about the... Uh, 
kids getting held back a misspelling one word. Yeah, for, for yeah, there's some words I couldn't spell when I was growing up, but that's because I was in special ed. Can you imagine what the te- or parents would do? The parents would come to school and freak out because you held their kids back for misspelling one word. Yeah, exactly. That's just that's nuts. It yeah, is nuts. it completely is nuts. And I'm going to look it up real quick, but it's it's hard to do that while, you know, actually during the show. Because I didn't care enough to look it up, and I, I still don't. Thank yeah, you so I much. I still for, don't care. Yeah. Pro- someone probably didn't write an article about it. It's like a hard thing to look up. Thank you so much for the call tonight, Jamie. I mean, no one probably wrote an article about it because it's probably not true. Right. Uh, and I even if it was, I mean, it's if like, it was. I don't know. It's just not that. It's not newsworthy. Yeah, exactly. It's just stupid. It's like something... Uh, you know, a child would yeah. write in their diary. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> a weird child, right? Uh, all I'm seeing is like Pennsylvania is misspelled on the Liberty Bell, which is interesting. Really? I didn't know that. I did not know that. No, that's, yeah. See, like that's newsworthy. And, and I, you know, that's completely understandable. I'm not like shocked that that person misspelled Pennsylvania on the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Like they were etching something and it's a hard word to spell. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking up Commonwealth of Pennsylvania held back second grade, right? That seems to me like if there was ever such a thing, because yeah. Ricky specifically said the second grade. And he said he heard it on the news. Yeah, so if there was ever such a thing as someone being held back for being unable to spell, you know, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, I would be finding it right here, and I'm just not finding anything about it. The closest thing I found was whether or not schools would be holding back students a grade because of COVID-19. That's the only thing I found that's even remotely close to that. But let's go to the phones. We have Sarah on the line from New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, oh yeah. Well, to talk with you, um, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, that our, thanks to COVID, the, our state legislature, we could participate in the committee's by Zoom and by telephone now. Boy, this sounds fun. So, so when did that happen? Well, after the whole COVID, you know that um, before before the COVID, everybody had to show up in person and sign up on a list, or you had no i no way to participate in the um the um the committee process. Yeah, we've so, talked about it many room. times on the show. The one one of the good things from COVID is that you know the legislature is now on like youtube yeah, so it's a, you could probably do it with zoom it's on the YouTube, yeah. and then you could also call in on the telephone people like me that don't want to do computers and they'll let you talk for a whole minute but and oh, i think that boy. it stays put that's the whole thing is that the covid is gone now but they sir your understanding of the world it, it freaking terrifies me i, I just went after the COVID, she says. After the COVID, this I is. I mean, it's been happening this during is the world COVID after too. the COVID, right? But just the phrase "after the COVID" it suggests a severely stunted understanding of reality. Like that's not even a grammatically correct sentence. And there wasn't right? a moment that COVID but, was over. I guess. And it says after the COVID nineteen pandemic, or after the COVID nineteen <laughs> reactions, or whatever. But just after the COVID, we can use Zoom now, and you get a whole minute. It's it's a terrifyingly simple way well, of viewing well, the world. Not, okay, that's another thing is that people don't want to go back to work now in the offices. They're like, we've been working out of home and it's been working fine. We, we haven't been working. To go to the office. <laughs> Sarah's yeah. too used to saying we. 
You've been working yeah, from there's home. There's a lot of people that wanna don't go wanna go back to the office. There are a lot of people that are working out of home. Well, if they can do that, yeah, because- I mean, there's a lot of industries where you physically cannot do your job from home. At least and there's still some working. that are, and they're not on welfare. Yeah, I don't know. So there's a lot of jobs that are you could do it out of their home, and that's what like what you, I don't have to come come to the office, and they're not doing it. And the same you don't have a job, thing. Sarah. I can't do my i I can't do my job from home, and I actually I can't do any of my jobs from home, and I I can think of a lot of jobs that you would literally need to do in person. I mean, I guess office work, and you know, if you're an accountant or my something friend, like that. But I I would actually assume that most jobs you would need to be in person. And, for. and this is a great thing that the boomers were never going to do themselves. Like. This is something so annoying in hotel jobs, like being a front desk hotel person. Like they act like you can't just be sitting until somebody comes to the front desk. You have to be standing because like that's inappropriate in some way. Like no customer has ever cared because I would do it all the time. I'd be sitting and on my phone because I had nothing to do. Like obviously I'd be caught up with my other works. And well, then boomers would care, right? And no, no, even no boomer, honestly. Like, I don't okay. know. But then again, I, I worked on military hotels, so I didn't get a lot of boomers. But it's just like only the boomer hotel staff bosses would be like, you can't do that. And it's like only because you were told you couldn't do that. So they want you to stand for eight hours? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like Instead to of- look professional. And that's that's why I think it's great that people can work from home now and be wearing pajamas because yeah, it's that easy. Like my friend, she's a customer service person. It's not much different than what I was doing at hotels, except like she doesn't have to get up and go bring someone towel if they call them or something. She shouldn't have to be standing in a... She shouldn't have to be wearing some kind of specific outfit. She shouldn't have to be standing in a business to answer phone calls and do customer service work. It's great that she can do it from the phone. So if people are complaining about that, I think they're stupid. They say it's because they want you to look professional, but the reality is it's because they want you to look miserable. Hmm. That That's how they think... That That's what they think is a sign of a good worker, a good employee, a and good person. that's Puritan. That's someone Puritan who looks thing. miserable. Yeah. It absolutely is. This is more an example of how Puritanism has just conquered the United States or just Western society. Right. Right. If you're if you look like you're having fun, if you look like you're comfortable, then you're slacking off at work. You're you're not you're not a good employee. You're not a good person. But if you look miserable, they don't care. Yeah. They they think you're doing great. Yeah, but you know what? If I had a club that had a pink, blue, and a purple and green hair all in one head. I told I you. Like, I don't know if I want to stay in this hotel. It, well, I told you only they have boomers. multicolored hair. I, I told you guys that she boomers boomer. care about this. Yeah, Sarah, you are a well, boomer. Thank you, Sarah. I don't know about it's ridiculous. Thing. I would feel sorry for you. I, I, I can't believe a welfare recipient is going to judge somebody who's working by the color of their hair. Bonnie makes no, a really it good does point. Look like a, a crazy house. Like what? 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 What kind of place I'm going to stay at? I mean. You do have to. Richard's house is not crazy. What is unprofessional about having multicolored hair? You know what's unprofessional? Like having, instead of paying rent and like living uh, a a life where you pay rent and have money and, you know, spend rent, you. I mean, it's not really unprofessional, but it's less professional than someone having pink hair is like paying rent by being naked half the time. I want to know, Sarah, what do you think about people with tattoos and piercings? Good, unless you're in like a very serious motel. If it's a, I, I don't motel. know if you're like where is appropriate. We can't I mean, have that at the motel. Sex. <laughs> it's a very serious motel. Don't. 
they probably don't want all that looking. A lot of people won't go along with it. All that tattoos and all that piercing and stuff like that. Unless you work in a tattoo shop. I know. It's just like funny because I know doctors with like full sleeves tattoos and no one's ever been like, yeah, I can't have this surgeon do my surgery because this guy has a tattoo. Yeah, go work in the tattoo shop. There's just such an enormous disconnect between us and Sarah because like I've never gone into a place and then, you know, thought less of the establishment or the employees because of the appearance of the employee there, whether they were covered in tattoos and piercings or had... all that really matters is they don't stink or like have like yeah. dirty fingernails well, yeah. even even those things i've learned not to think about because i've met so many people who are have allergies to antiperspirant and mm-hmm. they end up stinking after a full shift because of that and there's literally yeah. nothing they can do about it and i used to hate it but i got used well, to it and i learned it? to adapt I... to it well i went to walgreens you know what one of the girls that worked there that worked in the cosmetics they told her she has to be wearing makeup to be selling makeup in the makeup department. I know they do and that at, like, Sephora. Well, if you accept it before you get the job, I don't see what's really wrong with well, that. Well, I mean, if I, I guess it kind of does make sense. Like, if you're selling makeup, you'd... I don't know. I think it, you could even tell a waitress she had to be wearing ma- makeup and it'd be acceptable as long as they understood it before they got the job. Yeah, I mean, as far as I've worked at a lot of different restaurants and as far as like bartending and serving jobs, typically they they say don't wear too much makeup, either wear very minimal makeup or they don't want like crazy extravagant makeup, which depending on the restaurant, I would kind of get. Yeah. But- That's what I liked about working at Sally's. I worked there for like a couple months in between jobs and they were like, if you want to dye your hair pink or whatever, do that. If you every day do something a little out there, they, they wanted you to so you could sell I mean, stuff. Yeah, right. It like sells the products. They're like, oh, your hair looks great. You're like, yes, look it. I dyed it with these products. You should do it too. Right. When I was in Vegas last week or the week before, whatever week it was, one of the things I noticed that there, there was very much a difference between a front of the house employee and a back of house employee. Yep. And it's true. I, I don't know how to get the, the pretty ones were all in view of the customer. Right. But if you were ugly, uh, you, you worked in the back. Wait, sorry. Where was this? Vegas. Everywhere oh, oh, in Vegas. Yeah. But that's I feel like that's kind of how it is. And you sort of expect that in Vegas. Yeah. But I, I yeah, I suspect that's how that's it is like at most restaurants everywhere. A lot of the people in the back you were know? probably also just like, you know, most people aren't going to see me. So I'm not going to wear a lot of makeup kind of thing, too. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't been to Vegas since I was like 20. But it wasn't so much about makeup as it was just, you know, some of these people are fat and ugly Mm. and some of them Mm. aren't. And and I never saw a, I never saw, I don't want to talk about Donald Trump tonight, Sarah. Thank you so much for the call. I never saw a single person, a single waitress in Vegas who was not just gorgeous. Mm. Every single one of them, absolutely stunning, at least a nine out of 10. And that's because you, there's no policy, right, that you have to be this attractive to be a waitress here, right? No, no one's that stupid, but that is the policy. Yeah, I mean, who does places. the hiring? I mean, it just right. goes unspoken. I worked at one restaurant, and I worked there for like a year before I kind of looked around and realized all of these guys have brown hair and beards, and all of the girls are blonde. So my general manager was literally hiring like we all looked the same and it was super creepy. And I was looking around one day like, why are we all the same person? Like what? You just hired us all because we met these strange. Like it can't be a coincidence. We all met these strange characteristics that he must have felt were attractive, whether it was consciously or subconsciously. But those were the people he was hiring. 
It's it's amazing how that works. Uh, when I did IT in Mississippi, one of my clients was this athletic club, and they had three properties, and all three of them, they, they were staffed by the same people. It is just this gorgeous 22, 23-year-old chick up front at every single one of them. Uh, all of them brunettes, you know, thin, excellent shape, and that that was the employee that was everywhere. It was just attractive, early 20s girl. No matter where you looked, that's the only person they ever employed, and you... You wouldn't be able to ask these people or sit down and be like, hey, you know, Robert, why are you only hiring women, first of all? And why are they all gorgeous? Right? It's like, well, I'm creepy <laughs> and I like to look at them. Right. But I mean, that's exactly what it and was. And that just be yeah. a good businessman thing, too, though. Like, people also, will also true. be like, I want to go to that restaurant, not that restaurant, based on there was a hot girl there this one I mean, time. think also, about Hooters. Guys. That's their whole shtick. Is that they have girls in tights and short shorts with boobs. But what if you're ugly and you have no boobs? Will they hire you? I wouldn't think they should. It's like that King of the Hill skit where like Dale Dale. Gribble wants to get a job at Hooters and he gets one, right? Like, (laughs) what if you are ugly and flat? Mm. Will you, can you get a job at Hooters? I think that you can get a job without having uh, um, boobs at Hooters now, right? As long as you just have like a cute body in general. Like, I think boobs isn't, like, a requirement. I mean, have you ever seen a fat girl working at Hooters? Uh, like, now, maybe, like, on the Kirby. internet now. Yeah. I, I but mean, I on the internet, know, is it real? It could be a deep fake. I don't even remember the last time I saw a Hooters. The only thing, reason that I've <laughs> even been in a Hooters is Uber Eats. And everyone that I went to in San Antonio, they're all gorgeous, so. The last time I saw an Uber, that last time I saw an Uber, I'm having a hard time saying Yeah, I don't think Hooters there's a Hooters in Uber. San Antonio. I mean, in uh, New Hampshire. Yeah, there was one in Mississippi that I ate at once in my entire life, and I went there with my girlfriend at the time, but it was her idea. Because it's not, I don't, I don't eat chicken wings. What kind of meal is that? Right? I don't like chicken wings either. You put so much work into it, and it's such a tiny little amount of meat. It's like, can I, can I You're just... You're supposed to go for the curly fries. Well, okay, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know they Hooters. had curly was, fries yet. That's the only thing I know about Hooters. Uh, I was all like I knew is chicken wings and beer. Yeah, but I don't... <laughs> I did not understand the appeal even then. And that was, you know, 20 years ago. Well, it I'm wasn't surprised quite 20 years ago. A house full of, like, pretty ladies isn't an appeal to Aria. It's not that it didn't appeal to me. I just didn't see the point. It's like going to a strip club, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way I view it. It's pointless. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Uh, that's the thing. Like, so many people think, like, the waitress or the waiter is really hitting on them. But that's what their job is, is to right. flirt with you. And it's always fun. It's like, yeah, just, like, he's so cute or whatever. But it's not, like... He likes me. They're trying to make that money. When you're a tipped employee, you know, if you have to hit up, hit on old men at the bar to make $500, then, I mean, you'd be, uh, you wouldn't be very good at your job if you didn't. There was this conversation at a place that I was a waitress and they were like saying they don't want to wait on the old guys. And I was like, give them to me. Right. I don't care. (laughs) I mean, they tip, right? That's the important thing. Right. Yeah. But it is ultimately about that tip money. And I guess that's part of the reason I don't like Hooters and strip clubs and all that. Because, like, it's fake attention. And yeah. I know that. And, yeah. I, and I realize a lot of the dudes who go to Hooters and strip clubs, they don't understand yeah. that. Right. They and don't they, know that the stripper doesn't actually like them. Yeah. and Or that the waitress doesn't actually like Like, it's literally their job to flirt with you and be nice to you. Like There are girls that do it, too, though. There are girls that think the guy is really flirting with them. Are there? Yeah. I'm sure there are. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess I could see that. But like, that's that's how the game is played and that's how they get their mm-hmm. tips. Right. But it's curious that 
Is it for the customer or is it for the creepy employee? Like you mentioned the guy who all of your male co-workers had beards and brown hair or whatever. That sounds like a specific reason. I mean, if they're all the same. Maybe, but maybe he also knows that, you know, that's what women find attractive. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't they know. were, yeah, I thought they were attractive. So maybe he's just, you know, focus group the hell out of it. Yeah. He's like, well, these are the... These are the characteristics that the largest number of people find attractive. So yeah. that's what I'm going to hire. I, I don't. I doubt that. I don't know. Case. I mean, he also had brown hair and a beard, so he was just okay. like, "These are my people, <laughs> my brothers. Yeah. Come inside, put on an apron, and start cooking." I just feel like there's the other part about it is like most men up here have beards. Seems like I don't understand <laughs> the beard. Most thing. men are. Burnett, I you think. know what's funny? At Porkfest, there were so many times where I would see a guy with brown hair and a beard and thought it was Matt. And then I was like, no, that is not my boyfriend. That is some other random man. I thought Matt was Ian when he first walked in to give you Chipotle, but it was dark. Yeah, brown hair and beards. I mean, they all yeah. look, you know, they all look the same. What is the significance of the beard? Because it seems to me like the whole men having beard things just started in the last decade or so. Really? I don't know, but I won't uh-huh. let Ian get his beard completely shaven I anymore. I said it seems. I have no idea, right? No, because like the ancient Greeks had beards and yeah, they yeah, had beards for like... The- Oh right, yeah, but there's like a period a, where it okay. dropped off and like now yeah, it's in like modern again, days, okay. especially for people who aren't single, right? Is that it? If you have a beard, you're not single? Um, well, I think a lot of girls like them probably. So yeah, they're I, like, hey, can you stop shaving? And I they don't, don't really Ian, care that much. So then they At least stop. this part on Ian. Like, I don't care about this part. He can shave yeah. that part and he often goes way she too likes long the without goatee, shaving it. Right? Is that what that's called? But when there's nothing there, he looks totally different. Like, I wake up and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> I remember one time Matt came home after he shaved his face and I was, it was like a double take. I was like, who is that? Yeah. You know, he looks completely different. Yeah, I, don't I just don't understand the significance of it. You know, it seems to me like there is some sort of significance to having a beard and why some people have beards and some don't. And I don't think it's as simple as, well, I don't look good with the beard. But I don't know. I've never actually asked anyone other than the two of you here tonight. Yeah. And maybe you can let us know if you, well, you can't I really. I think every man on Free Talk Live has a beard, right? Except sometimes Mark. And actually, Mark does look totally fine, completely uh, clean shaven. And I've noticed that, yeah. like, I don't find most men okay without any beard at all but mark is totally fine without a beard there's gonna be, one of the trolls is gonna clip that with me just saying mark is totally fine <laughs> that's a good point every guy on the show does have a beard like uh peakless captain yeah uh I, Joe, uh, I guess i would consider ian to have a, does joe have a beard yeah i think yeah, so I, okay i I'm, think so I'm sometimes he shaves sure. it and, and I, he must have a beard because sometimes he shaved it and i've been like whoa Oh, it looks totally different. What is he? Is it because it's cold? It's like that's maybe warmer? that's it. Oh, were there less people with beards in Mississippi? Because I, I don't know. Maybe there are less people with beards in San Antonio. I hadn't really thought about it. Definitely, I, gay I guys don't, don't have beards. I think it's an age thing. No, sometimes they do. They have like very nice, well really? manicured beards. Yeah, yeah gay that's guys. True, that's true. Yeah. Actually, no, they usually look very nice. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like the opposite of blue hair. Where like if you <laughs> if you have a beard, it means you're straight. Oh. Whereas for like, if you have blue hair, it means you're yeah. It's like the not. yeah. It's like the earring. You know, if you got yeah. one earring, it's like that's how you know they swing the other way. Maybe, maybe it's one of those kinds of things. I don't know. That that would certainly make sense. Now that I think about it, all the more feminine gays don't have beards, but their boyfriends do. I don't think yep. I know any any gay people with beards, but I, I don't know. I haven't given a lot of thought. Hmm. 
I just know that there's a there's a thing going on with beards, and I don't know what it is, and I want to know the answer. Social.freetalklive.com. If you know the answer, feel free to tweet it at me there. That's social.freetalklive.com. We're out of time for tonight, but we'll be back same time tomorrow. Check us out online in the meantime at social.freetalklive.com. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.